hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Workday with Nan and Obi. Hey, friend. Hey, how's it going? It's crazy. It's, it's been a week already. I know. I feel, you know what I realized? Like, this week did go by really quick, and I think I was listening back to our other our other episodes, and they're like a little lengthier than usual, which is fine. Like oh, I've been yeah. doing last week was a lot of people text me about that. Like last week was a that was a proper yeah. marathon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know why? Because like when we used to record in the studio, we only reserved for like. Two hours or three hours. We're very conscious of how long our episodes were. And now that we're in the house, it's like, well, fuck it. Let's just talk forever. We had the whole day. And and actually, you know, for like the beginning when we were going into this, how adamant I was about us keeping it. didn't want, he didn't even want our, when we first started, he wanted our podcast to be like 45 minutes. And I was like, sir, that's not, and he was like, I don't think, I don't think people are going to want to hear us for two hours. And I'd like, but I listened to two, three hour podcasts. Yes, that's that's exactly what you sounded like. They're not going to, they're not going to want to listen to us for that long. And I was like, you You'd be surprised. Wow. And we're here. I was talking about that with my friend Terrence too. Um, shout out to you, T and 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 Imani, my my two really good childhood friends. They tune in as well. And I I don't know if Imani does, but I know Terrence listens to the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. And yes, you, you do as well. I and I think I, the reason I never gone into them is because they're like five hours long. Listen. I'm like, yo, this is a part-time job. <laughs> And here we are now. I mean, listen, I try very hard not to judge because I knew just just our phone calls sometimes hit two, three hours. So getting us on here would not be any different. All right. Mm. Well, we'll we'll see where today's conversation (laughs) We we don't have any promises (laughs) as to how long this is going to be. Oh, man. But yeah, today, this week, did go by extremely fast and it yeah. was i think like such a super interesting uh like there were ebbs and flows of like the level of consciousness i think people were paying attention to like things that were happening in this world and then there were like some really tragic things that came up and then with like juneteenth there was like such a beautiful celebration of blackness um and uh, you had asked me if i got the day off and Luckily, like, actually, I'm a part in my job. We have um, an affinity group, a black affinity group, and we had uh, petitioned to our president a few weeks ago um, if we he could at least give the blacks <laughs> the day off. Well, that's going to be an all or nothing. Thing. I mean, I sure, but we were just like, can, can we... <laughs> Because, you know, they only like that shit right. when it went one direction. So. We, were, we were, well, we just asked, hello, can we, can the blacks get the day off? Can we at least get, like, an excuse, absent kind of thing? And he was like, you know what, I think that's a really great idea, and decided to give it. It was a collective, you know, uh, institute-wide. And then, slowly but surely, you saw, I think Virginia was the first state to kind of make it a statewide holiday, and then New York. Yeah. Um, so that oh, was really... He's still, a, he's still on his cleanup tour. Listen... Uh, What's his name again? Nor- um, North. Thumb. Yeah, he's he still got his. And black this is, 
this they is neck. So this is this is the prag the pragmatism when it comes to black people is realizing that like that black that white guilt you can get a lot out of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. we should have been so quick to get him the fuck out of here because he's been showing right. up and showing out absolutely. Yeah. He's like, yo, I got some making up to do. Let me, let me make this shit right with the black community. I'm still right by y'all. The least you can do, right? The very least. The very least. I saw an interview with him earlier this week. Uh, Was it Vice or... No, it was NBC News. And they brought it up again. like Because they kind of did like a... It was actually a year of this week. Okay. Of that that kind of... uh, Scandal. Okay. Scandal. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know the word for it. But to this day, he still denied that it was him. Man, sir, sir, sir. He was like, oh, you know, even my my sources were not able to identify. And then he, you know, his PR has taught him how to, like, deflect from it. (laughs) He went right into, but, you know, that's not what's important right now. Of course not. Is how we're, he's he's a politician, (laughs) you know. He gonna slither his way out. Uh, sir, it was in your yearbook on your page. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh. Real quick, while we're on this tangent, the shit that's getting me about the blackface things, like I think his that yearbook he was in, it was like eighty three. It was like the early eighties. Like, bro, I would understand if this if you were just some like old ass person and they pulled up <laughs> from like the forties. Sure. Oh, Still fucked up, but, but I, you know, right. maybe right. more, you know, resembling the time. Nineteen eighty three, my guy. That, that we were we were moving away from a lot of that yeah. stuff, sir. That was not okay. And the editor of, of said yearbook, why? You know, like, but see, this is kind of lets you know, like, what images to put so in. I would been like, um, Mr. Northam, you're not. We can't include this picture in your yearbook. I'm sorry, but no, like, this kind of just lets you know how no. widespread and how like. People didn't yeah. think that it was a thing. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, yeah. hey, hey, if it took shaming to get him in line, and if we've got to shame a few other white folk to get them in line, I'm not mad at it. For sure. <laughs> By any means necessary. For sure. And well, you know, you know uh, Trump taught us all about Juneteenth, so we should oh, just yeah. thank him. Never heard of it ever. Until we did about it. Yeah, I'd never so even heard of it. We should all thank him that we yeah. were able to even celebrate this day. Oh, I'm 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 very thankful. Like, yeah, he he you know he, he surprises you. He taught he's, me some he's stuff. here for the blacks. He he's he, here for, he's he, here. That's why he was holding the rally today. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's it actually was really a commemoration of, of right, black. right. He was like, if you think about it, it's a celebration. And I'm like, did, it? Yeah. did you watch? He, he did an interview with Fox News, and they 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 shipped out their their one uh, black correspondent. And sometimes I'll be feeling bad for that system, but then I'm like, yeah. No, but I'm like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's hella pra- uh, problematic sometimes, but she she was asking. Yeah, yeah, Owens black type? Um, Not that extreme, but okay. she, yeah, she doesn't do herself any favors sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so thank you, Mr. President, for telling yeah. all of us about yeah. Juneteenth and giving us the opportunity to celebrate that day. You no, and I, yeah, it was really nice that I went out to uh, Fort Greene Park. Um, the vibe oh, yes. she was out there, I hit her up, but she, she, was, she, she, one, I think. So she, she tried to shame me into going, uh, which oh. I almost fell. I almost, I almost succumbed. Oh, I did. I did. I also. It was also conflicting for me for to be like. Uh, I haven't been out 
Like, I've the urge for me to be out, like, protesting and marching and stuff like that. Like, I haven't done that, but I'm going to go. I'm going to make it to the layout. Like, that kind of felt a little phony oh, to I, me, a I, little I, bit. I see where you're... No, you know I what I'm saying? But, you but it's been beautiful. There. I know. I know. I know. No shame. No shame. It was like an like Afropunk light. <laughs> Good. Not as yeah. many people, but... The energy was was real. I, I loved it. It was. It looked, it looked really really beautiful. And what I loved about it, of, of you know, of course, I saw a lot of familiar faces, a lot of friends, you know, friends out there. But I also really enjoyed con- making new connections as well, like meeting people, uh, kind of chopping it up with people who I didn't know, learning more about them. Nice. So I think it was really great to see. Yeah, it was it was like a it was like a family reunion kind of energy. Yeah, oh that's so bomb. Yeah, I yeah. I'm sure that I will make it out soon. soon. We gonna see you in these streets soon. Sometime soon. I'm and hazmat suit. Oh no, that bitch is still tough. We got <laughs> <laughs> because the one thing that I didn't see too many of were some masks. Yeah, you know, I, they were out there. I'm sure. Know, they I'm were. Sure. I didn't they see plenty, but uh. Were. Mine was in my pocket, but you oh, know, okay. I had it on my person. You know, I had it. You know, it was readily available if I needed fair to. Enough. It, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It was enough. a tease in the air. I would have, you know, oh, you got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did. It looked, it looked really beautiful. And I think it like, uh, shout out to, to the creators of that. Cause I, I don't, this was not the first one I'd, I'd seen. Yeah, um, a week or two yeah prior. so thank you for kind of you know beautiful black people creating oh, let's, space let's do it every other week necessary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you grass. look at you being mixy already oh, yeah. nothing about mixiness i'm just enjoying seeing sure. yes yeah. no we I'm- we definitely Definitely need that more of that, and I think like especially I don't know f- for you what it felt like, but this past week um, was like a little like the you know there's enough going around in the world to kind of devastate us, um, but it it just felt like a heightened amount of like attacks on black women that I was seeing that was like really, really fucking with me. Um, the story about Toyin, I like, I cannot stop seeing her face and like, just, you know, uh, I don't know. Have you seen the videos of her at the protest? Like I have, I've seen like, to be honest with you, I'm also like, I'm still on my, you know, I take my breaks away from the phone. And so I remember seeing her face and seeing some of the videos come up and not, I knew that she had, she was murdered. Um, But I wasn't entirely sure of like what happened. And then um, I, somebody shared a link with me to the thread of, of what she posted on Twitter. And then I was, I was like going back and forth on like whether or not I could handle reading it um and i finally did and like i you know you're immediately devastated to like think about being in such a vulnerable position and just trying looking for aid from somebody and then like being you know taken advantage of like yeah it like that whole thing is was just so disgusting um and then i real quick just while you know while we're on the topic of toying um, there's an illustrator I follow. I actually was trying to pull up just now. I couldn't, but if it comes to me later, I'll, I'll mention her name. But she's an illustrator for The Guardian over in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. and she also has, you know, gets commissioned by New York Times all the time. Um, 
she had a really great illustration about two weeks ago. Because a lot of times when we talk about police brutality, you know, we obviously we, we understand the age of all the people who have been killed, you know, whether it's like Tamir Rice, who's 11, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Trey was 15, mm-hmm. uh, George Floyd, I believe, I believe he was like in his late 30s or mm-hmm. early 40s. And, and so what she did was she tallied up basically using the life expectancy of black men or black people here in mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. She tallied up all the amount of years we that these people didn't get to live. Oh, my goodness. We've lost, you know, some of the, the notable people. And it was it literally in the thousands of years. Just that the, the, we don't get, like they don't get. Yeah. Wow. And that's and it's, such, it's such a great loss. And and even when you think of, of the leaders of the civil rights movement, you know, we yeah. lost, we lost <clears throat> Young. We lost Malcolm Young. Yeah. They didn't. And I, there was a tweet going around that, that was saying um, Betty White, I'm pretty sure, no, no, not Betty White, Barbara Walters, Anne Frank, and Martin Luther King were all born in the same year. Wow. And Barbara Walters, obviously, that's someone who we're familiar with. Right, you know, right. Journalist, and we, yeah. we see her, she's here with us. She, yeah. You know, Could you she, imagine if Martin Luther King was, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine if we, if, we had if we hadn't lost MLK or if Anne Frank was still here to talk or if about. Anne Frank was still here. Yeah. Yeah. And during the Holocaust, like there's so we always think of the, of the loss of their, as we should of their loss of their lives up to that point. But sometimes I think we don't think of what we never got to see. That's oh yeah. No, that's, that's really, that's really, like, really interesting. 19. To, to be so vocal and outspoken. And passionate. Yeah. Yeah. About what she was saying. Who knows who she could have been? What, what she could have done for this? Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 crazy. It's so crazy. Um, and then there were I I even prior to this, there were prior to the story about Tony coming out, there was a video of this um this trans woman getting beat up by these this group of guys, and then I think this past week I saw a video of this black woman being thrown in a dumpster. Yeah, I, I was so upset watching that. Yeah, that was, yeah. <sighs> and then I even, I think in, in this, there was another video of this, this, this woman who I, the, I think the story is she'd rejected this guy and she got hit and he decided in reaction to this rejection to hit her in the head with his skateboard. I heard, and I think that was in New York. I think, I think it was in New York. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen the video. I couldn't watch it. No, if I yeah. want to, no. even I could. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like all of that. These niggas are—they're mm-hmm. not just this stupid shit. You know, they're not just abusing and terrorizing these black women. They're posting it online, it's, and it's like groups of them are laughing about it, and then it's like it's—it's oh. it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know that the you had a conversation, I think, with your friend. Um, I did, I did uh, with Jambi. Yeah, um, I believe that was on Thursday, and we and we spoke about that. Um, and also last weekend, uh, Jambi and I were uh, on a conversation with Equa with Apple. Mm-hmm. Invited us on to kind of talk about, uh, and this was this was before we heard the a news lot of about. the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a similar conversation around um around the need for black men to really step up and you know support protect uh our black women mm-hmm. and, and and show up for y'all uh much more than we have up to this point yeah and 
a lot of other kind of conversations um, about that bubbling up as well. Yeah, no, it was it was interesting. A friend of mine actually reached out to me um, this past week, and I think it was in 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 reaction to the whole J Cole no name situation, which I didn't pay very. I you know I'm not on the twitters, so I wasn't paying very close attention to what that exchange was about. I <clears throat> I listened to the song. I didn't read the lyrics, and then I and then I listened to No Names. I guess reaction to yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it was interesting to me that like a brother that who has always definitely been somebody that I care about. You know, our brother Randy, the milkshake scholar himself, reached sure. out um, okay. and was just on some like you know. I guess acknowledging maybe how he's grown in his misogyny towards women, black women, and kind of just addressing. Grown um, as in moved away. Not moved like away. No, no, not into okay. it. I don't want to confuse y'all. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it, it was like, it was, it was kind of, it was very, this is how I know that I have the right people around me. Um, and I also think that, while these conversations are painful, they're necessary because I think it gives people the opportunity to kind of look within and see maybe any shortcomings that they've had. And so it was, I was confused at first why he was reaching out because I'm like, you're, I would, you're not somebody that I would ever consider as misogynistic or it's not somebody who at least hasn't shown care for me. I can't, you know, I can't speak to how he is with other people, but, um, but it was, I appreciated him taking that step to let him know, to let me know that like, this is something that he knows that he's working on and how he appreciates the relationship that he and I have. You can kind of help and foster his growth in that way. Um, So I, and you know, like I, you and I of course have conversations like this all the time. And I, you're somebody that I, like, I just, it was assuring to me that like, even though I, I wasn't entirely aware of maybe where this was stemming from, but like, that men are doing that work. And so to not kind of just like castigate all of you guys, there are so a few, I, when I think I read, um, I think you had shared a post with me and I was kind of reading some of the reactions and I was like, oh, okay, some of these brothers don't get it. Uh, but a lot of y'all do. Well, I, I was reading after, like I was, it was, I don't know if it, it tagged to J Cole's, because he had posted some things on Twitter, and so people were oh, commenting yeah. on that. And then some people were caping for him. Some people, you know, of course, yeah, had their own feelings like, about it. And it was just, it was interesting. Jermaine, that that wasn't it, bro. You know, and I love J Cole, but who that was, doesn't? Yeah, that, that wasn't it. it. Just, just the 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 timing of it was very for, very tone deaf. That would have been weak in, at any time, but especially right. now, right? You know, that it, right after we heard what happened to Toy and, and yeah, what happened, yeah, 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 he could have done better, and I, I feel like I, I expect better or more from. Him. But I, you know, I I heard that a lot from people, and I'm just like, but I. I'm not entirely surprised by what he said because I feel like a lot of niggas be saying shit like that. Yeah, no, yeah. no you're right. You're you know right. what I'm saying? They're like, I don't speak to him in any at way. Oh, yeah. and I and a small part of me was like, okay, this is a ref- this is a sincere reflection of a lot of conversations that maybe men have when they hear women 
<laughs> or when when they see women speak up, when they see women occupying their their space, when they see women kind of in leadership roles, I do feel like maybe there are instances where it's kind of like, yo, sis, or maybe maybe she says something and it's triggering to you in some way because you know where you're falling short. And I'm not talking about you at all, but you're internalizing this because of your own feelings about maybe your role. Um, and so like, to me, it wasn't, it didn't. And I don't, I think that's maybe why I wasn't so, you know, up in arms about it, which is fortunate or like unfortunate, but it didn't feel unfamiliar yeah. at all. And that's the problem. And that's the problem. The, the yeah. fact that, yeah. that yeah. you're hearing that yeah. from- from us as black men. Yeah. And the one, it was part of the conversation I've been having with Jambi throughout the week. And it's, just, it's something she's, she said often. Um, it, because she unfortunately has been the victim of, of sexual assault, you know, at, di- at, at a few different points in her life. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty, she's, uh, especially now, she's very vulnerable and open about her experiences. Um, like just last year, we were protesting. Zombie Flatbush. Uh, oh, I, yes, I remember that. Uh, there's a local bar here mm-hmm. uh, on Flatbush Ave where the owner of the bar sexually oh, no. uh, assaulted her. And then one of her friends got uh, similar to the story of the, the young lady, I believe, in Harlem or somewhere uptown. She turned down this brother. You know, he was trying to spit game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And homie throws his drink in her face and punches her. And it's on... The, video. the surveillance oh no yeah yeah so not only is it happening from the employees and staff there the literally but the they're whole, allowing it they're in also there, yeah. kind of harboring an environment yeah. where that's that's happening to other women wow but, but anyhow just one one thing that she always says and is that the the male ego or male fragility kills mm, literally yeah literally <laughs> literally exaggeration and so i think this week um, what I really realized that I needed to do, and this is something I've, I've realized more just in general, is just to shut up and listen, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have a retort or reply or response or even a thought mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, kind of give the floor or make space for and make room for y'all to just say what's on your mind and, mm-hmm. And say how you need us, you know, to show up and show yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So I know I've I've even been having to think about my relationship to this whole conversation, and and the the the, the IG live is on Jambi's page. I'd I'd encourage all y'all to check it out because there was some really great speakers who went on before me. Um, but I know even with you, I've talked about how much I've always hated the phrase like "all men are trash." For example. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's you. You know, we've talked about that for hours. You know, in, in in a lot of different conversations. But I think probably just recently is where I've kind of just come to terms with that. <laughs> and it doesn't come from when this is not something that's just concocted. When, yeah, when, yeah. No, this is yeah, no, not at all. No, and I think uh, even when even when I've been in the position of like uh, opposing that statement. I've I've never done it in a way to 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 say that what you guys are experiencing isn't real. It absolutely is. I think for me, spe- again, going speaking of that ego again, I think for me it was just the the like being defensive. Like, sure, like, I know I'm not doing that. Like, why mm-hmm. are you? 
Mm-hmm. But but I think that it's important and it's something I've had to realize as well is that whether or not you are out there exacting violence on women explicitly, you know what I mean, or physically or verbally, whatever it may be, there's still other ways that you might be complicit in it. You know Silencing. I mean? Yeah. So po- I think like policing. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think for me, just being able to use like racism as a parallel or as an analogy is, is I think, a good way for for men who maybe, like me, maybe sometimes struggle with the fully kind of understand this issue is just that, you know, just the same way we say with white, where we say, uh, you know, not all white people are racist, mm-hmm. um, but they all in different ways are benefit. Com- yeah. Or, but or yeah. So it's it's a similar conversation, kind of similar dynamics, and I think just in the same way, I we were telling white folk to do their research and educate themselves. Is that that same uh, onus falls on us as men to kind of be doing the same thing for sure, Not for, especially in this moment, but definitely moving forward too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. I yeah. That was. Per- I don't think we intended on talking about this stuff, but it's just like these are definitely things that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, and um, I my mom's birthday was on Thursday, so I didn't get a chance to watch the video. And I'm happy that you said that it's on Jami's page because I'll definitely go check it out. But I, I rem- I saw you had shared it with me, and I was like, oh, this is this is so poignant for the time. So I'm happy that you were able to be in conversation in that way yeah it was good it was good uh, so, so I'm still in your thunder what'd you what'd you have for us this week that was that was on my chest so it, it was good. And you know what i'm happy that we were able to kind of release that together yes. it's very important um no we, now we don't need that episode remember i'd, I'd wanted a full or our our all men trash episode at some point oh, we could still have it we could still have it but <laughs> I think the 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 way I'm going to approach it is going it's to be definitely different. Sure, the way I'm thinking initially. Yeah. What what would Kelly say? Growth. Growth. Yes, right. it's very important. You have to. I'm very proud of you, friend. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm I'm definitely still here for the conversation, and I would love to see how your views have changed. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. We'll, we'll, have, we'll definitely have it. Yeah, but I think what what was one thing that I think kind of kept on coming up in our past episodes was like different ways that we may have been connecting with people during this time in quarantine, um, both platonically, but romantically as well. And kind of just like, what does dating look like or what has dating looked like for the both of us during this time, especially since, well, I don't, I'm not gonna speak for you, but I'm, very single. So it's, it's been super, super interesting these months in quarantine. Um, <laughs> who's popped up? Who's faded? It's just because it, it like, you know, it's just what? How? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I, I was curious kind of like how you've been, you know, touching through this whole dating field. And then I'm sure that a lot of our listeners 
um, I don't know. I think you had mentioned that a lot when we talk about sex and love and relationships, like those, those episodes tend to do well. So maybe there are people who are listening to our podcast that are in similar situations as ourselves. And maybe we can kind of, I've done a little bit of research. I've you looked did. into, I've looked Thanks. into some ways of kind of enjoying yourself and then creating space to enjoy um, time with your partner. And then you found some really cool, interesting information about like how quarantine has changed the ways that people have are dating now. Um, and so I just figured this would be a really cool conversation. Yeah. 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 See, see how folks have been getting it in and getting some of us are not getting the, the type of love that they would like to. Uh, that's why I'm always, I feel like, we might have a little little baby boom when when things are like, like it's <laughs> if not there are, these there, are, well, there were there were people who I think I saw on the news like maybe April people who were pregnant of course prior to Rona but like I think there was like an Indian couple they had twins and they called they decided to <laughs> name one of their childs Corona and the other one COVID I've seen a couple of Ronas oh, coming around oh, yeah they, they shouldn't have done but that. they did they they did that <laughs> Yeah. That, so we're not, we're not even <laughs> exactly. Man, like what is that? So oh. that was that was pre-quarantine. We haven't even seen the remnants of what what's to come. From I don't do you, know. Do you have any friends or family who were expecting during this time? Um, my boss actually just went on maternity leave. Okay. Damn so she, this this she, week. She, she okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah so one she, of my good friends, Nazma. She, I think she's due probably due like any minute now, or like within the next couple of weeks. Okay. And my ex, Bridget, she actually had a beautiful daughter who was. Oh born, my goodness! Oh, that's uh, exciting. Like a month ago now. Okay. And I and I I had talked to her briefly, just like and same with Nazma. Like they were both kind of sharing. Like it's just a weird time to be pregnant. I mean, no, in, in general, yeah, yeah, difficult thing um, to go through and an emotional thing to go through under the best of circumstances. Right. So I think, yeah, having to navigate that in right now, I'm sure, I'm sure, it was a little, a little challenging. But yeah, and I don't, I don't know if things are still the same. Where like your partner, your your partner can't be in the room with yeah. you. I don't know. Is that that still stands? Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has to be a little devastating to kind of go through that all on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I think I think your the conversation of like how how people are holding relation with each other. I think that's very timely. Very timely. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. I, my first question is kind of just like, how have you be, how have you been creating that space? Maybe if it's with your friends, your family, but of course, if you have any special, any special people in your life. Um, I think it's been a combination for me. Uh, definitely, uh, like we spoke about a lot, or like we've been speaking about the past couple weeks, definitely more FaceTimes mm-hmm. and Zooms, um, my, I think one of the first started, I was on, which app was I using a lot? I think it was called, is it called Hang, Hangout? No, House Party. Uh, house Party. Yeah. yeah fun. If, if any of y'all haven't been on there, you can play games. So me and my, my 
a lot of my really good friends from college, we were catching up and 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 playing some games. It was a really great way to spend mm-hmm. time with each other because we used to do that back in college too. We'd have our little game nights. So yeah. we still found a way to kind of bring do that, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was good. It was really good. It, 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 I mean, you can't, you can't uh, trade that in for actual in-person. Sure, sure. It still, it still felt really good. Um, and family, uh, we've started doing like a, like a weekly Zoom call. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, usually like every Sunday evening, we'll jump on for like an hour or so. Okay. And catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom is making sure we keep up with that. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that, you know, because if she wasn't, it might not be happening. Hello. Frequently as it should be. Yeah. Um, and my f- other friends, d- probably I'd say more through text. Um, I'm also part of like a, a, a photo collective and we had a, a meetup. Um, was that yesterday or Thursday? That was Thursday uh, where we all met up at Prospect Park and, you know, kind of just caught up with each other. Nice. And with them, we've been, because we, we meet monthly. So we, we've been doing our monthly uh, meetups via Zoom. Same with the book club. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think we're we're all definitely leaning on like the video chats. And right, the video right, chats. right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it, it. I mean, very much the same thing. I think it's interesting in preparation to this conversation. I've been thinking about like when Rona first started, and I know that you had laughed at me when I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like two weeks a month, then we'd be chilling. But like, I think that there was like such an intensity when we first got into quarantine. So like, make sure that we were all staying connected. And I felt like I was definitely Zooming and FaceTiming and hanging out a lot more than I have been in maybe like the last month. And I don't know if that's because the world is slowly opening up a little bit more or people are just kind of like, yeah, I'm getting sure it's used to, yeah, yeah, just getting used to kind of <laughs> this way of life. Yeah. Um, but for sure, like definitely leaning on a lot of the virtual, um, you know, creating virtual spaces and a lot of the video chatting and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, there were, I feel like even in respect to like, you know, because I like I don't do clubs and then there's uh, friends with fun with friends, like there are a lot of, um, collectives that kind of create um, experiences for young Black adults mm-hmm. who are trying to, like, I felt like it was like a, a rush in the beginning to figure out how to have us all stay connected. And I feel like a lot of that has kind of dissipated, not for any reason, but I just felt like it was a, it was definitely an urgent, like people felt a sense of urgency of creating spaces for us. But now like, like I said, I think people have just kind of calmed down a little bit and realized that you're going to connect with the people that you're going to connect with. Um, but like you, a lot of my friends, my high school friends, which was really, really nice because I don't think we've all hung out together in a long time. But like we used to have um, every Sunday, like a little, we would be in um, house party, having a little brunch. Uh, oh, y'all were doing that even before the pandemic? No. So that was, that, that was the good thing where, I mean, like they all relatively live near each other um so they they were able to hang out okay. and then like you know you kind of go to different colleges you get different yeah, friends yeah. so you you lose that connection yeah. so i really loved how like during this time we were able to reconnect okay. um and then uh, i don't know if you're if you know what seen have you have you heard of Scener? Scener, no what's that? it's kind of like netflix party but 
um and netflix oh, party you know, watch the same thing at the same time right but like you can like you your video is on like you can see each other oh, as a, okay. so that i've done that a I couple times the other one before either the netflix new- party no yeah. i haven't yet because you have I've to been, do it on your computer right yeah i've been invited to a couple of netflix party parties they <laughs> don't one too me yeah no one has asked me out on any date I thought you watched the same thing with the one of your boos. No. Oh, that was that was something that I had asked if he would like to do. Oh. And then it never happened. Oh, I thought it had. Okay. No, it didn't. But we'll get to that later. Was still on the table. Any of the single brothers out there listening? (laughs) All right, I'm gonna for this. Anna's waiting for a little digital date. Right, like it's really. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, Matt No, I just think if you like Netflix party, this is cooler because like you get to you can video, like you can see each other while you're watching, as opposed to just being in the chat. So I was doing a lot of that kind of stuff with my friends. I live with my mom, so that hasn't really been an issue. I'm getting a lot of family time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was. I think now, um kind of like you said things have kind of evened themselves out or it feels lighter but it but i think that people are just kind of getting comfortable with the way that the world is right now and it doesn't seem like such an urgent um like there is no fear of like oh my god if we don't talk yeah yeah like something yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. have you felt like it's been it's been easier to connect or has it been a little has it been a little challenging for you (sighs) you know I mean, I definitely would say that it's been easier. And I don't know if that's just because like people have the time now or there are less just less things to distract us. But I think definitely using the relationship that I have now with my high school friends as an example. And the, even a couple of like I dated a guy who always thought that like video chatting was stupid because like for that we might as well just hang out with each other. You which know, I was a big fan back would in the day. Be ideal, but prior to rona there were times where like we just couldn't see each other but it's nice to be able to see each other um and so it was so interesting to me when we kind of rekindled our friendship um and then like he would video chat me and i'm like wait a minute i I know you used to be opposed to this so what's this all about but like understanding (laughs) that like you to see your face like literally like nigga what what's going on over here um, but it, you know, I think just realizing that like this, we're not as accessible as we would like to be. And if this is all that I can get right now, then like, I'm going to utilize it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think it's been, it hasn't been hard. And I think people like, I feel like before it was like, if you called somebody, they would text you right back. Like, what do you want? And it's like, I called you for a reason, but like now that doesn't seem to be an issue. Like, I feel like people are just more open to talking on the phone and FaceTime. Yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yep what about yep. you on um, in terms of the connection like how is it because uh, i know I, you are huge on like that face-to-face yeah, one-on-one yeah. time i mean i feel like um it's hasn't been hard for people who already have like established relationships with got it Got so it. like for you know for example you and I and we talked about uh early in this uh in the season where like you know we kind of had a lull for like maybe a week or two mm-hmm. at the beginning of March where mm-hmm. we were 
from each other. And, you know, and same with some of my my friend, close friends, or maybe my brother. I wasn't necessarily hitting him up all the time when things first started off. But I think that's because I I knew where I knew that I was good in all of those relationships. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I know that if there's a, a gap in communication, it's not going to be the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ones that were a little bit more challenging were newer relationships and newer, friendships, newer, you know, maybe romantic interests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because because then there there has there isn't that foundation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or, or, or just a uh, foundation of um, us having been, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Like we don't, we don't have. Y'all the, don't know each other. Like you don't know what yeah. it is to not be in communication, exactly. what that means. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The words there. That's exactly like, what I, You know, we here. We here. <laughs> no other talk. Oh, I don't, was that Shane? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to catch that one during your laugh. But yeah, those are the ones where it was a little tricky. And I know that I was um, I was dating someone at the beginning uh, of like, the, I would say like probably like February, end of January, February, right into kind of the onset of, of COVID-19. Right. Um, and, and, you know, from our episode, our love episode at the end of last season, you know, quality time is my numero uno. You know, it's what very, I mean? important. So it's very important. Very important. It was just hard for me to kind of like build that connection without being able to see her face to face the way right. that I was before. Right. Um. So I think as a result of that, I kind of uh started to like kind of fade out a little bit because I just it wasn't as easy for me to be as engaged as I. Mm. Would be, you know, yeah. um, and we ended up talking about it. Uh, we because we also had kind of like a lull in our communication of you know maybe like a good two weeks where we we normally maybe we would like text or 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 send each other like something on Twitter, you know, like funny tweets that kind mm-hmm. of. Thing. Um, but yeah, we ended up having a, a an actual you know uh, FaceTime conversation about it, like just explaining that that's why because even I didn't know, and it was hard for me to explain why. I had kind of like started to fade out a little bit, but that's when right. I sat down and thought about it. I was like, yeah, it's just, you know, it, I wasn't feeling as engaged in the way I normally would. Right. That's why I'm sure you've seen the content of the tweets, post people saying, you know, how my quality time, physical touch people doing, you know, cause it's, it's been, it's been a little challenging. It's hard. Like it's, it's <laughs> very, like, it's very, very hard. And like, I want you to fit. Cause I, I think, I need your advice. <laughs> okay. Because I think time? it's a similar situation where I started, I don't know that I would say dating. Like, I currently do not think that I'm dating anybody. I don't, okay. I wouldn't consider myself dating anyone. I just have niggas who hit me up from time to time. Okay. okay. Like, it's, it's just brothers on my line here and there. Um, but I, no, I'm not. Yeah, girl, boy, stop. <laughs> anyway. Um... So, like, I was talking to this guy towards the end of February. Okay. Um, Similar timing as Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was a little harder for us to link, but we we did get a chance to spend some time with each other right before I decided to go into quarantine. I don't know what the world was doing, but I was like, I'm not leaving the house after this. That's it. Right. 
Um, and so like, it's been a little, we've FaceTimed, we've talked on the phone, all those kinds of things. But like, like you, I need that quality time. And it's been hard because I'm trying to not be crazy, (laughs) whatever that means. I know, but like, I also feel like, you know, because like you were saying before, we don't know each other. And so like, I don't know what these lulls mean. I don't know why I haven't heard from you. And then like outside of maybe just, this is who he is, you know, when the world isn't falling apart, but like Rona's going on and Mm -hmm. we have all of this, you know, this beautiful movement that's happening that, you know, like, so there are, there are things that can definitely take your mind away from attention. Sure. And I don't, a lot of different ways right now. I'm not, I'm not so, uh, my ego is not so fragile where it's like, Oh, I haven't heard from you. Like what's going on. But it is also kind of just like, I I'm starting to feel like a, a huge part of sustaining this relationship was falling on me. Okay. And then like, it didn't feel like you were getting some equal energy. No. And then like, it's, I, I'm not interested cause I've been in this space before. And I think we talked about this a little bit last week with our insecure episode of like being the only one investing that time and the energy. I don't, I don't want to do that. No, and, no, you. and he, so we, it's been harder, like texting has been difficult. Um, and he has alluded to the fact that like, it's not his favorite form of communication, which is fine, but. You gotta tis, give me something to work with. Tis, tis the world we are in now, sir. Yeah. So help me understand. Yeah. Um, and he keeps like, so we were talking a little bit this past week. And he was saying something like, um, like just kind of, you know, updating me on things that he's been working on. And so I was asking like, oh, okay. So what, what in particular? And he was like, oh, we'll, we'll catch up when you're in Brooklyn. And it's like. <laughs> you, meanwhile, you're like, I ain't leaving my house. You, you, I might be you, like, all over. like um, you don't, Brooklyn. you don't know. And so like, am I just going to continue to wait like, yeah. are we just, you know what I'm saying? So is it, is it this thing where. In surface level until then, you know. Yeah. Be any reason mm-hmm. in maintaining this, and so like, and I, it's kind of felt that way for a little bit now, where it's on some like, yeah, let me know when you're in Brooklyn. Let me, and I'm like, I don't have any intentions of being in Brooklyn anytime soon, and if I am there. I don't know that I'm interested in making any pit stop. Like you haven't. So for me, like now it's like, you haven't done enough in the interim of me feeling comfortable to leave my house for me to even be excited to rush over to see you. Yeah. I'm not in any, you know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, like, I, I liked him. Like I was definitely enjoying getting to know him, but like now it's kind of like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to sit up here and say that I got it, but it's a lot of niggas that's trying to see me. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. So, like, now I'm just like, whatever. But, yeah. So, like, I don't know what's her, if I should read into that, if there is anything to read into, or do I just kind of just chalk Well, no, I think that's another thing that makes it tricky with those newer uh relationships whether it's platonic or romantic you know yeah it's hard to know what's what it's hard to know like yeah. how you are under 
normal? Is this just how you communicate? Yeah. Or is this because everything? But I think, like we always say, you know, showing people grace. I think I've definitely been uh, trying to do that as much as I can, especially. But I mean, I've never been the type of person to like be upset if someone don't text me back right right away. You know what I mean? I get that. People, I'm not even, it's not even, oh, I'm it's not not even that. Oh, I'm not saying that you're getting upset, but I just mean, um, yeah, not not having that foundation with those people is hard to know, you know, kind of what's what. But that's why, like I said last week, I think it helps to have that conversation just about like, hey, obviously there's a lot going on right now. You know, what's the best way for us to communicate and how frequently, you know what I mean? If you are kind of, fostering something new or trying to anyway you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i don't for, like i hear you and i'm i'm definitely not opposed to having that conversation i don't like when to be honest when he sent that like that shit really fucking annoyed me I'm oh i'm sure that. it did yeah like, I, 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 I thought that that was like super fucking corny but like also i don't know this nigga so like i i'm trying not to pass too much judgment so is it has it just been him anyone else been on your line trying to get you out on a date somewhere like hey let's go out (laughs) we jumping right into it um so my the farmer is back okay okay a farmer is back for any of our listeners you know sometimes people (laughs) jump in maybe they haven't heard some of our previous episodes all right you know (laughs) I was about to say his name. I didn't want to. I didn't want to name him. Don't do that. Okay. The, the two names come together for me in my mind, so it was hard for me to start saying Farmer and not say his actual name. Don't do that. I won't. I won't. Um, but yeah. So no, I I have a friend. Tell us about Farmer Man again. I'll oh. go <laughs> um, we met. Wasn't it? Was like this September? From- or was this the train? Bit? No, we met on we met on the train. Okay. We met on the train. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we met like late, maybe late August, early September last year. Oh damn! And was that, I thought it was yeah. like yeah. No, you're right. No. Okay. Okay. Um, and we he needed to take some time to like focus on his family. Mm-hmm. Very understandable. Um, but yeah, when Rona started. Uh, you know, kind of just checking up. We had been texting a little bit prior to that, but like, because y'all had kind of not fallen out, but like you, you like hadn't talked to him for a little bit, right? Well, yeah, because I mean, when so when we were we were dating okay. actively, and then um, like I said, you know, things happen in in your personal life, and you just yeah. realize you can't devote the amount of attention right. and time, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 which is it. it I was a little broken. No, like I was disappointed because yeah, I was really enjoying getting to know him, but completely understood the circumstances. Um, so we had actually (laughs) prior to Rona, I think when I got back from Paris, he took me to dinner. Yeah, (laughs) relax. Yeah, and kind of just catch up. Um, so that was nice. Um, and we, we talked here and there. Um, but since Rona, you know, just checking in, um, our, our communication has been a little bit more active and he's definitely been one that's like, yo, I'll just give me your address and I'll book the Uber. Like you can come through. Uh, Which is nice. His place or like to come like we park or we go somewhere out. No, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we would figure something else out, but like for me, like he would want me to come see him in Brooklyn. I got you. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, appreciate it, but it's a no. I'm thank you, but no thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. 
Um, and then I think I talked about in the earlier episodes, one of my exes that, you know, this has been an ongoing romance. We've, we've been in communication, um, significantly during this time. And he's another one that's like, just let me know whenever you try to come through. Yeah. Hey, now on this Uber ride. I am, I'm too ready like at, at first I was very, I was so against it. Like I don't, like you, my nigga, you were not allowed to come to my house. Like you, you, OB, you. I know. Not, I so. It's a no. Get this recording it's shit. It's a no. Like, it's a whole no. Absolutely not. Outside your store. Nope. <laughs> I don't even got to be in the same room. Like we could just run along cable. And but I think... Now for me, I'm at a space where I'm like, mm, maybe I need a change of scenery, just a little bit. Maybe I'm this this time to you know. I mean, that's do a little in a phase two on Monday. Break. We are going into phase two. I don't know what that means. Yeah, we'll realistically, yeah, but uh, I'm definitely seeing more people out though. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Weeks. I think yeah. when the protest started and folks got out the house. They're like, oh. It's nice out here. I don't want to go back. <laughs> right. I think, you know, like the, the, even for me, like Rona feels like this like scary monster that you can't see and you don't know where it is. But like you're, it, like you said, if you're out long enough, you're like, it, this, we're fine. We, if we, if we take all of the necessary precautions and do the things, we should be okay. So I'm, I, right now I'm itching, like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to, you know, to walk to you know, take a little trip, do a little, do a little something, something, something. Oh, a little something, something. break Rona for for oh, some loving. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm definitely thinking about it. Um, but like, it's like I know the people that I've had the most connection with during this time, and so like when it comes to who to invite, you know, it's, you know, it's levels to this. Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just that. saying. Your full rotation, you and Issa. <laughs> You got your, you got your whole taste. You can't see that, but uh-huh. it's uh-huh. so funny because you. I told you how like my mom. It's is it a rotation if we not fucking like that doesn't really count. Yeah, you know you you're building a squad. You got a roster going. Uh-huh. It's a nice little team. I'm not gonna lie. I like it. Maybe a four, a three, four. Yeah, yeah. It's tryouts yeah, right. You now. know what? We're not even. We'll, we'll get. To oh, that. you, but, you um, about to drop something on me. Because I, I think I told you when I was, when we had our Mixie 2019, summer 2019, and I was on these apps, mm-hmm. uh, one of them creeped up. Okay. On some, like... What was his nickname? Uh, I don't he, have a nickname for him. Okay. He didn't, yeah, he didn't stick around long enough to get to one. Get but one. you know, when they, when they want to resurface, I'm always, like, super hesitant of, like, jump, like, especially if I don't know you. Like, if well, you know, did, like it's like he, was this another like kind of ghosting situation? Like we talked about last week. Nah, he he was he was no, he was very upfront, kind of just like I'm not. I don't think that I'm ready to kind of start anything. And well, I was why, like, why, solid. Why you on? Why you on here? That's the whole why point. you on here? Why you why you why you messaging me? Because I'm another person where I'm like, I I don't I message. I'll be on the app talking to somebody for maybe like a week or two before I even give you my phone number. So we've had a lot of communication mm-hmm. prior to you even getting to this point. So like, you didn't know this whole time that you wasn't really trying to. Yeah. Like, what are we doing right now? That's it. I, we've had this conversation on and off the mic. I think as I've gotten older, 
I'm much more I pay much more attention to not wasting women's time. Just yeah, like, it's it's I really know, just stupid. As much as I might be feeling you, like look, I'm I'm not gonna do it to you. I've do, I've been here before. I don't be wasting mm-hmm. anyone's daughter's time. You Smart know. man. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. So he 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 hit me up like super fucking random the other day. And I literally, I, I like, I saw the message, and I don't even have his number saved. So uh, this kind of also lets you know yeah, where I'm at yeah, with him. Yeah. Um, and so I had to read back the conversation before I remember who it was. Yeah. Uh, and you know he been he's been actively hitting me up, but like it, it's nothing right. Re- like it doesn't feel like anything. You're not taking it too serious. Not at all. Not at all. You might get a text when you happen to swipe by yeah, and, and have yeah. the. Image. Yeah, maybe you know. So, I mean, that's I. It again. It's an ebb and flow kind of situation. There's sometimes I'm talking to like four, five, six niggas at one time, and then it be crickets on my phone. Nobody's looking for me besides my mama. (laughs) Like literally to the next, to the next. All right. So speaking of apps, mm-hmm. I know you're saying that this homie, uh, he who shall not be named, whichever app we found him from, um, he bubbled <laughs> back up. Have you jumped back on? I Absolutely think you kind of. I think you wrote them yeah. off after yeah. that experience yeah. you had last summer. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you ain't yeah. never going yeah. back on. I mean, never say never. Okay, I won't do that. But I definitely, and I think that like there's definitely been a, a huge conversation um about app usage during this time of rona yeah i dug up some good numbers on it well before we get to the numbers well so no the answer for me is no i have not been actively on the apps i thought about it a little bit like okay. in the march early april i was like you know what, what do i have to lose i'm just <laughs> what in the house but um you know then then the niggas in my life decided that they wanted to participate so i was like i'm good on this part i don't need to add any new bodies uh-huh, to this don't need, yeah, yeah, no. yeah but what about you have you been acting on the apps I, I, what I, okay, uh-huh. let, me, let me explain, you know, it's a yes, but it's a yes, but okay. hear me out. Okay. So what, what I did, and this is, was truly my actual intention. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know, I know people actual intention. Just okay. hear me out. Hear me out. Cause I know, I, I knew that we were going to have this episode. Oh, was this some sort of a, a research? Some I, yes, yes. I <laughs> no, listen. listen let me see. I'm being so simple. I made it. I was like, look, I know we're gonna have this episode. I made I made a profile and I said, hey, look, we're, I, I'm I'm curious to see what people's experiences dating or trying to love. Yeah, I made a whole. You know how the reality shows make their like their pitches or their open calls. I, I made one of those. I was like, I'm looking at what's going on. Okay. Let me see what's going on over here. I'm calling bullshit. No, but don't, I like don't, it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I really, I, that genuinely was really what I was trying to do. Okay. But no one, only only a handful of people actually seemed like they were even open to doing that. Like people who. To doing what? To, well, to talk about like their experience. Like, what oh, okay, okay, thinking, okay. Or, you know, find trying to find some love and whatever it may be, how that's uh-huh. been working out for you. Uh-huh. Um, a few of them, they were open to having the conversation. Okay. But I didn't know that this was what we were going to do until today. Otherwise, uh-huh. I would get some invites. Sure. Uh, okay. To join us. Right. Um, 
why this feels like shit. But that's been it. You don't. You're not buying what I'm selling. That was it. That was it. I I don't I don't similar to you with the whole uh, not needing to bring anything else on. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm in a similar. Also, you've been active during this quarantine. I've also entered into fireworks hours here in. Oh, okay, yeah. Here, <laughs> pop. That's what it is. Wait, you said I've been active. Yeah, you've 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 had plenty of people to spend time with. Uh, th- that doesn't mean I've been spending time with them, though. I mean, we're we're spending time with each other right now. Oh, I, that's what you meant. I thought yeah. you meant like spending time, spending time. No, we're in quarantine. How have you? Yeah. You can't. <laughs> Sometimes, well, you know, she just said, you just like, fuck it, let me just put my foot <laughs> in my whole mouth. Have you been breaking quarantine for some woman? You know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I may or may not have, you know, you know, my, 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 my lawyer said I need to tread lightly during this part of the. Well, we, yes, we don't want any problems with the lawyers. <laughs> just want to. Make sure I'm following my lawyer's uh, sound legal advice, you know? Just make sure, you know, I don't be breaking any laws out here. I just want all y'all to know Her, that. Perjury is a thing, you know? I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> is like a crime. He's talking about right now. Anyway, okay. Well, we, yes, we don't want that. Absolutely uh, not. Um, and then one question that I've been thinking about, honestly, since this time of quarantine is like, I, I y'all know my mom is still here. So... I've been quarantined with somebody and you know, we, it's an ebb and flow. Like that's kind of my theme for Rona ebbs and flows. Cause sometimes I'm so happy she's here. And sometimes she's lucky. I can't kick her ass out right now. You know, I just, I wouldn't never, but it doesn't mean that it hasn't crossed my mind is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like, I wonder if, like neither one of us are with a partner. Mm-hmm. Do you think? I mean, like, and this could just be like a quick fire. What do you pros and cons with having to be quarantined with a partner right now, or are you thankful that you have this time to be by yourself? Well, you know, and that's the thing, though. I I I don't have a lot of context to work with. I've never lived with a boy, uh, mm-hmm. well, a boyfriend or girlfriend, a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Either one will be okay, but I've never had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. No, I've never, I've never lived um, with an ex before. I think the longest was been maybe like two weeks. Oh, that you like shacked up a little bit. Shacked up, you know that that was like in college. You know, maybe before she went home or something. Mm-hmm. I, after my freshman year, I, I lived off campus. I was at my own apartment. Okay. Uh, so th- I think that's the only really touch point I even have with that. But I don't know. I, I there's definitely some pros and cons. Sure. I just think I think the one thing that people maybe are no, we all know now, but I think maybe earlier on people were underestimating was that this isn't like a resort time. Like it's not like we're all like, <laughs> yes. like yeah. relaxing and you it's know an extended snow day or oh, yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah this yeah, is like yeah. some real shit yeah, going on. yeah yeah and, yeah and obviously we have the unre- the the protests and the marches that's that's an, an added kind of element now as well and i the people who i really feel for are the folks with children you Nigga. I, when i tell and you know i oh. want to be a mama 
down. Nah, but I, I thank the Lord every day that I don't have no this moment. No six year old running around here asking me all these questions. Work from home. <laughs> I do not have any. I don't have any child care. All no. the daycares and everything are closed. Can you have your granny come over and no. watch this motherfucker yeah, for a little bit? That, that no? I kill her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's stress, bro. That's Honey, stress. you yeah. a teacher. You gotta cook yeah. all the damn time. Like, I, like at least there are two I, adults in this in this house. When I don't want to talk to anybody, it's a little awkward. But I can kind of just put my headphones in and shut myself off. If I had to rear and care for a child right, right now, yeah, that's so. Salute yeah. to all of y'all. I know there are a couple of my friends who have young children, um, even know. you know newborn, like one year olds, just fresh right. out here. Um, yeah. and so I, I commend all of you immensely because I don't like, I, I truly am so thankful that that is not something that I have to concern myself with right now. Uh, but I definitely want to get into some of the, and you were going to hit us with some stats on like how things have yeah. shifted now yeah. that, you know, we're in this time Rona. So hit, yeah. hit us with some information. Yeah, yeah. I dug up some info because I'd seen it on the news, uh, uh, probably sometime like in March or April it kind of became a new story that was bouncing around, just like how all of the dating apps and online uh, dating websites had seen just like a surge of, of mm-hmm. subscribers and new folks on their platform. Um, so I looked this up, and actually I think this was from an NBC article. I'll, I'll share it in the in, on the cheat sheet with all the references. Um, but they they spoke directly with the CEO of Tinder. Uh, last <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, last name is is Seedman. I, I didn't get his uh, his or her first name. Um, I think it was Ellie. Don't call me on it, but I think it was Ellie Seedman. Um, so th- they said overall engagement has been soaring since widespread shelter-in-place orders took effect. On Sunday, March 29th, Tinder recorded more than 3 billion swipes. Wow. In one day, which was their highest single-day activity volume in the app's history. 3 billion. Yeah. In one day, swipes. Niggas is out here. Yeah, niggas is just out here. Yeah. <laughs> Find somebody. Wow. Anything. Yeah. Really? That, that was over on Tinder. Um, and then dating.com uh reported that their global online dating was up eighty-two percent during the Damn, month. Damn, y'all was really out here. And Bumble over on Bumble. They saw an, a twenty six percent increase in the number of messages sent on their platform during March. So they also saw an uptick. Okay. Um, and there was also I've never heard of this. Well, maybe that's why I'm not elite. <laughs> they call it the elite dating app. But Yikes. Not a, okay. The people, you know, <laughs> inner circle. Apparently, they oh, saw a message right. a hundred and sixteen percent. So yeah, was the- like. Active. I need me oh, yeah. some loving during this Rona. Oh, Let me find somebody, it. please. Search it. I think it's that, but I think I know even for me, like when I think, like Tinder especially, when I think about like the times I've been on Tinder in the past, a lot of times it's really just a kill time. Like it's because it's just you just great guys. It's just kind of you know because they gamify a lot of these too. The whole swipe thing. You just if I if I have a free ten minutes, you know. Oh, okay, okay. I'll, Let me. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll do a few swipes, you know, it's, at least for me, especially speaking uh-huh. specifically, I've never taken Tinder that seriously. 
It's not like, oh, Got I'm going to find my future wife on you. Sure, Maybe. Sure, sure. But that's Ooh, that's not, a, I'm like, sure people yeah, you have, never know. but yeah. But that's certainly not like, that's certainly never been my intention. Bro, know? 3 billion swipes in one day is fucking insane. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. I mean, shit, there's, all, there's what, like 7 or 8 billion of us on the whole planet? Already? So, like, half of us was out here trying to get into that. I mean, it's not that half of us were swiping, but... Even the fact that their small base of people accumulated that amount of swipes. That many swipes. I'm so they was yeah. out here with finger heavy, just trying it's to figure cool. it out. Uh, I came across um, that I really liked, and this was from uh, a gentleman named Daniel Asmit. Oh, that's a cool mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Is it, what do you think that is? You know, I think that you're doing a really good job of trying oh, to pronounce it. <laughs> So, You're going to Daniel, uh huh. What did Daniel say? Do in high school, like, call Miss A. You know, a. remember that in high school? The teachers' names were just like I. I had like I thought like the Eastern Europeans because they be had their names be a mouthful sometimes. Listen, all all the letters. Okay, my brother does it. I'm the one that will fuck up his name, Mister O. Yeah, I, I, it's the, oh, I'm sure you have. I know you have. He's the CEO of a newly, <laughs> um, he's the CEO of a newly launched dating app called Quarantine Together. So I haven't checked it out, but I'm sure they're doing some play on on kind of this moment we're in now. Right. Um, what he said that I thought was pretty interesting was the situation is going to pass. Speaking kind of the moment we're in mm-hmm. right now, we're all gonna get through it. But what's not going to change are the behaviors that we're adopting now by being at home. We're not necessarily solving a coronavirus problem. We're solving a problem of loneliness that happens mm. to be coming right now because of the coronavirus. Right. And that's a real thing. And we've, yes. we've, kind of, we've <clears throat> talked about it uh, like by periphery before, like when we had our episode season one talking about men, especially older mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Having you know very strong friendships, a circle, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Americans on the whole, men and women, and 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 regardless of what you know, folks identify in terms of gender, there has been an increase over the past couple of decades in Americans who self-identify as experiencing loneliness. So I it's think, a real thing. What he's yeah, talking about. Yeah. The the most interesting stat that you shared with me was the Bumble. So, cause 20, cause, so that means that there was like a lull, like it says a, a 26 increase in, in a number of messages sent. So there was like a lull for a while and people are kind of utilizing it now as a resurgence. And I've been on Bubble before and I think that it's definitely not as gamified as a Tinder, but um, to kind of see that people were like looking for that reconnection as opposed to just and like a, you know, just Bumble. having somebody there. No, you're right. And I think that speaks to what, what Mr. A <laughs> is saying. Because I think, especially if you think about Bumble, the whole dynamic of that platform is women reaching out first. Right. So right. that means right. that 26%, the, the overwhelming majority of that, I'm sure, was For women. women mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So I think those are some of the kind of shifts that, that Daniel was talking about yeah. that are going to 
you know, live on past, you know, well past uh, the the time we're in right now. And then I even think that this past week there, I don't know what the survey was or like what, uh, what poll, but there was a poll, I think that came out that said like 50% of Americans are unhappy or like, were kind of depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 yeah. And so like, yeah. I think it was, yeah, you're right. It was 50 Mm -hmm. years. That's Mm -hmm. that's wild. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. 2020 and all the way through. There's there's going to be a lot of beautiful things that come out of it, but right. yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. Yeah, that so, folks yeah. out here, you know, swiping, you know, trying to trying find connections. Yeah, just anything what? that they can do. Yeah, especially like you're saying, a lot of us. Even if you live with a roommate, maybe, you know, these are these relationships are sometimes transactional. You just need somebody to fill a bed in your apartment. And so you don't have the best kind of connection or relationship with them to now have to be stuck at home. You may want to find relation outside. Might be looking over. No, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and speak kind of speaking of those of those trends and, and how things are changing. I also came across a really great New York Times article, and and I'll be sure to share this one out as well. This one is called How Coronavirus is Changing the Dating Game for the Better. Okay. The author of this article um, is a woman by the name of Helen Fisher. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Biological anthropologist. I thought that was really cool. Just, she's killing it at the... Yeah. At the... (laughs) All the the mixers and the... Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was doing something. They do. <laughs> so, um, but basically, what that because I, I looked it up, I had never heard of it before. But basically, what that field is is it's it's just kind of like a mix of those two study of those mm-hmm. two biology mm-hmm. and and how and how the two of those kind of influence each other or right. impact. And. She spent the past 40 years studying romantic love around the world. And mm-hmm. also for the past 15 years, she's been the chief science advisor for Match.com. Well, so, hold up now, Match.com. What a, what a chief science advisor. Yeah. yeah. I've no, been on that platform, but you know, uh, they seem to be taking platform, things seriously. Another platform that does a really great job of that is, um, shit, why is it? I think eHarmony. Not eHarmony. What's the name? name uh, okay, Cupid. That's the oh, one. okay. Wrote a whole book because think about it. These these dating platforms amass a huge amount of data. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a little scary, they're, but they're able to pick up on and and notice certain trends. For example, that's how we have um, that that came out a couple years ago. How Asian men and Black women are the mm-hmm, least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the reason why they're able to kind of come up with those statistics is by amassing, you know, all of this data. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so she she's uh, very much so an expert on the topic, and and she has some thoughts of of how she thinks that this the coronavirus specifically is actually going to change the dating game for the better. So I figured I'll just share out some of the stuff uh, that she highlighted. Sounds um, She started off saying. Coronavirus has slowed things down. Hmm. The pandemic has forced singles to return to more traditional wooing, aka getting to know someone before the kissing starts. And that's hmm. real. Well, yes. Time, especially, <laughs> especially when if you're talking about dating in cities, like you know, we live here in New York City. Right. You know, 
people, yeah, I know even for me, when I was kind of like in the height of my, you know, when I've kind of been in my dating phases, you know, you, you could go on two, three dates in a week, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? With different people. And when you're doing that, a lot, I, and I, this is one of the things that kind of turned me off to it as well, was like a lot of your conversations tend to be very surface level. Yeah. And a lot of times, especially when I was younger, those dates, there's alcohol involved. Maybe you're meeting mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. bars. You know, once the alcohol is in the system, now we we might not even be having conversation anymore. We might just dance <laughs> might be involved now. Some right, 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 right. That kind of process of just getting to know getting you, know right, you know. right, for sure. And, and obviously, that's changed now because we don't yeah. have that. You, you know, don't. There's no so, option. Yeah, up until some states started opening up recently, and you know we're entering our second phase, like we said on Monday. You know that that, but for for the most of the, the for the extent of the past three months, going on four months, that that hasn't been an option. All you've had is is the conversation, yeah, yeah. And that leads right into the next point: video chats are in. Um, so during the second week of April, uh, Match dot com asked uh, they they put out a survey with their members to see how their courtship habits had changed since the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was from 6,004 men and women who replied. Okay. What, what they found was that before COVID-19, only 6% of these singles were using video chatting to court and, you know, kind of have dates or interact mm-hmm. with people. And now that's shot up to 69%. Uh, interesting. <laughs> You know, I didn't even think know. about it. Yeah, um, whatever. So that's great. That's wild. That's insane. That is to, to so basically seventy percent yeah. of people who are now open to video chatting with a potential partner. Um, yeah, that's so. There's and, definitely- said, and not to kind of double back a little bit, but like you said that you've never really been a huge FaceTime oh, video chatter. Why is that? I love a good FaceTime. I, I, you know, I, I probably just don't even, I really don't even have a good reason. <laughs> I started off team Android. I made the switch, the the shift to iPhone like five, four or five years ago. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like, I wasn't, I've not been used. I think that's what it was initially. Just wasn't a feature that I ever had, right. you know, so I even utilized it. Like but you think, never Skyped anything like that? Uh, very, very sparingly, very wow. rarely. Okay. Maybe, I think the only time I really did that was like with maybe if like an ex or someone I was dating, maybe they went abroad. Sure, you know, sure, maybe sure, sure. Trip or something. Yeah. Maybe then. But just casually, you know, no, no, never really. Interesting. Now, okay. now I'm doing these shits every other day. You know? <laughs> I like no, no, I like them. I enjoy it. They're great. Know? I mean, I. It, it's always been funny to me because I feel like I've seen younger, like prior to Rona, the people that I, I feel like kids in maybe high school and like early eight, early years in college, that's all they do. Like anytime they call somebody. Or, or us when we were that age. No, they're now, now. now. Okay. Plus every time I, anytime I'm like on the train or the bus and I see um, a young person on the phone, they're FaceTiming. Like they don't, it's not like a regular phone call. Millennials, we were we were doing away with phone calls because think this about is, it. This is why right? I do not prescribe to because I love a good phone call. Yeah. No, because but I mean that's been the sentiment. Like where's like yo like like you said earlier yeah. in the, in the episode, like you get a call it's like why are you calling my, me? 
is everything okay? Like, are you, are you in danger? Like, that's how bad it was. Like, like, the first thought of getting a missed call is like, this person is, something's not okay. Something's wrong. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Otherwise, why, call, why, why are you actually calling my phone right now? Again, <laughs> another reason why I don't consider my, I love the phone. I love being on the phone. I love talking on the phone. I love FaceTimes. But yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that you guys are, have joined. We're coming on, around. We're you, coming you are. Around. You're realizing the, uh, the perks I'm of it. I like you know I like a you know I like sixty nine. I'm I'm part I, of that. I don't. It's it's too much to pay attention to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sixty nine percent. I was sorry. talking about the percent, but you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, now that you said not, I can't see it. You don't like it. I've done it like a handful of times, and there it's just a lot to maneuver. Got it. So it's like the physics of it that. Yeah, is like, and then like I don't. I also <laughs> feel. Too, it's not there's the traditional like <laughs> are we really doing this right now? <laughs> you know, we can take it down, you know, like, like a good aside here on the work bay, you know? It's all right. This is what the people do it for. Sure. <laughs> right. Um yeah, a lot of times people just think of it as the man on the bottom, woman on top, you know. But you can also sure. do it from the side too, which is uh, I've found I actually, it's actually a lot more comfortable too. Okay. Open your side. Yeah, she's you're she's not having to worry about like holding herself up, which can be tiring. Try it out. Yeah. Okay. Get back to me. You know when when I open when when the door the floodgates open for quarantine they will fully be. You know what? Let's get back to this list. Most of you would just do. I don't know which doors are opening like that. Something opening. So all right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you bringing us back? Please. Bringing us back? Um, uh-huh. oh, so yeah, so video chats are definitely, definitely uh, on the up and up. Uh-huh. Uh, I always like that phrase. It's like an old timey, like, I I like, like, nice. like, like something, something some white man in the 20s would say, <laughs> like on the news. Like sure. on the news. It's on the up and up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easily distracted today. Don't mind me. Oh my um, goodness! So, so the next thing that that um, Helen Fisher, I was about to call a doctor. I'm shocked she's not, but you she know, probably, you may. I'm surprised well, they would have added that if she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, sex yeah. and money are out. This mm-hmm. pandemic has solved, if temporarily, two of the most challenging aspects of contemporary dating: being sex and money. Before this virus hit, some 34 percent of American singles had engaged in sex before on quote-unquote official for God damn. So, yeah, that's 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 hookup culture. I think yeah, that's yeah. that figure is talking to. Like, that Netflix and chilling. Yeah, like, or, or yeah, or maybe I meet you at the bar, you know, or meet you out, and we very well could end up fucking before that we night. have our yeah. Yeah. proper, yeah. you know, over drinks or over dinner date, right. you know what I mean? Um, but that's obviously not happening right now. Um, and I didn't, I didn't put it include on the outline here, but they they also brought in the conversation about money and just all the. Uh, we've also talked about this mm-hmm. episode. There's no more of that awkward, you know, who's paying, right? You know, right. All that's gone. We don't have to worry about navigating those right now. Which for me, I feel like should be more of an incl- like this is why you should be going on more dates now. They're like literally. Any anything, any opportunity to spend time with somebody is a potential date. 
And you you don't have any limitations on, I mean, unless your phone got cut off. But I think a lot of these uh, providers have been, you know, yeah, gracious and extended. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like for me, so, and this may be a little tangent, but like for me, the fact that like money, and we know, like you said, we've had a, a whole episode on how money affects your dating life. The fact that that's no longer an issue if a nigga ain't putting, like, if he's not showing up or if women are not putting forth an effort to kind of spend time with you, then it's like, so what's, I mean, but then, like, yeah. the world is burning down. So, like, I, I don't know. This no. is no, so but, no, but it's just it, though. I think, yes, even with the world burning behind us yeah. and the it, it's still, it's still, like you're saying, an opportunity. I just feel like there should be so, yeah. And so, why are you not doing it? I, like it just it doesn't make any sense to me like you this is an opportunity for you to show all of your creativity be and then no one has to take any of this stuff like really seriously I don't think any of us are like you know so tied to what the thing is as long as there's a thing and so it's so interesting to me when people are not putting forth the effort because it's like this could really be easy like we don't have to and we'll no, get into like the fun I'm things that you can do but I don't Oh yeah, yeah. No, but like you said, I'm sure it's just there's there's a lot going on out here. There for all is, of us. there so is, there is. Combo of that, yeah. um, but, but that's what Helen talks about next. She says that um, it's definitely and just what you said. It's offered us more time to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know some of us have actually seen our workloads increase at work because I think yeah, thinks we have all the time. But we're like, no, nah, <laughs> I still got a I'm not microphone. available. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I've, I've been hearing a lot of people saying and like articles talking about like the lines being blurred. Mm-hmm. It it was really uh, hard for me when I first, yeah, when uh, I first started working from home. But outside so of I that, can only imagine. we definitely have the time. Niggas got we the do. time. We do. We do. So there's definitely more time for for that. And And the reason why Helen says that's important is because singles are more likely to share far more meaningful thoughts of fear and hope during this pandemic and get to know vital things about a potential partner more so now in this moment than we would. Absolutely. Because now there's not as much room for small talk and chit chat. It's like, no, we know what the fuck is going on. Like, You yeah. have feelings about this. Tell me I, your feelings about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before politics and and that kind of conversation was oh, kind of filler. Strong. Yeah, um, you can you have the time and the energy now. But mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that's that's front of mind. Yeah. What else? Literally, what else is there? <laughs> you know absolutely, I mean? absolutely. Um, one <sighs> tip that she gave her uh, the the readers was stop at nine. Um, okay. And, okay. Basically, the, the there's been a lot of research that's gone into, and I actually read about this research when I read uh, Aziz Ansari's book, uh, Modern Romance. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've read that. I haven't. I'll share I, it with you. I have it. I'm like, I looking would, at. Yeah, I would like to. I'd like to borrow. It's that. a really good read, and he he talks about this in there, just about the paradox or the illusion of choice, the way our brain is wired. Um, just to kind of get into it real quick, we can only pay attention to or identify anywhere from five to nine stimuli at one time, anything okay. beyond that. And we're, you're starting to see a decline in kind of like your ability to pay attention to any one of those things. Okay. The same absolutely applies to the dating game. 
And the the analogy that Aziz uses in the book is like, think about all the times you've gone to a restaurant, for example. If you go to a restaurant and they have a one-page menu with maybe, you know, maybe a list of 10 things to mm-hmm. choose from. Mm-hmm. Times you go to those restaurants that have like a... a, a <laughs> Cheesecake a, Factory? A, is that what you're talking about? A 10-page menu. <laughs> right. Size, size yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Let me yeah. Take my plate and, and call something. it a day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm good. Like, I can't, I can't it's too much. Out. Exactly. Exactly. With, with, with your dating life. And especially if we're talking about the apps, I think that's where a lot, a lot of people go wrong. And I've been guilty of it myself uh, in times in the past when I've relied on the apps for my dating life is you'll be talking to like, 20 people I want like you'll match with like 20 people wow. there's Ooh. no way you can I mean yes you've matched with them so you know now they're kind of sitting in your inbox whatever regardless mm-hmm. of what you're using but there's no way you can sustain a meaningful conversation Engagement with all of 20 yeah yeah so yeah so she's saying stop at nine I still think that's a lot for me what I kind of shifted to uh when later on when I was on the on the app was five like yeah. that's it Anymore, keep those five in play. If someone drops out, all right, maybe I'm. I, there's a new person. <laughs> but sure. Like that because there's no way. It's there's too no much. Way. It's there's too no much. That's that's how I know I'm not a player because the little the little rotation I got is overwhelming sometimes. I'm old, I'm just I just don't even have the energy, bro. Because I, so, I don't care. I want to talk to the nigga that I re- exactly like. I just want to talk to the one person that I really like. <laughs> And can we just make this work? Because all of this other, it's just, just filler noise. Oh, but that's hey, a, that's a good one. Helen's on and popping. So she said nine. <laughs> I, I guess it's whatever makes sense for you. Right, right. You'll, figure, a, you'll figure out what number works. Might be able, yeah, it might be less. It might be more. You know, whatever works. Um, another uh, kind of come on the home stretch here, too. Another one that she mentioned was slow love. Mm. And that was just talking about the kind of the, the conversation we've been having, just how people are spending more time now or that the, their hands have been forced to kind of sp- spend more time getting to know each other. Um, and what she's found from her research, because a lot of times the, the way we talk about this is that like, you know, especially when you first meet someone, obviously there's that honeymoon phase and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm through the charts you're feeling bubbly all that good stuff but she's found that even couples who have been together for for decades or for many years they're still when they do brain scans and when they kind of look at what's going on in their brain they're also still kind of having that same activity or the the different centers in their brain um are also being lit off just the same way as you know whether it's newly yeah oh that's cool um so in short, romantic love can be triggered rapidly, whereas feelings of deep attachment take time to develop. Mm. We were built for slow love. Mm. And I think where it's coming from her, her anthropology, you know, not. <laughs> um, and this pandemic is continuing to draw out this courtship process. So I like that. She, she's she's basically saying the slowdown is 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 good. We Yeah, because like, I think you even alluded before, like you could you can lust you could have lustful feelings for somebody and that can kind of cloud your judgment into thinking that like, this is like a real romantic love that I have for them. And it's like, if you kind of take away 
sex and physical intimacy, taking all of that kind of, you kind of have, you're left with the actual person. And it's like, do I really, is it, are there sincere feelings behind this attachment? Do I like this person as opposed to maybe they getting me all riled up? So I, that, I think that's, this is really brilliant. And like you said, it's real easy to mistake those two. But you know, I do it all the time. Whether you're getting digmatized or you <laughs> not thinking clearly. Okay, yeah. I thought we were, we were keeping no, it clean. No, that's it's true. That's yeah. happens. Well, now, so. that, that, without that being on the table, you, you actually got to get to know these motherfuckers. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And I think that's a perfect antidote because I know, certainly speaking for myself, I know I've been in that position myself in, in, in my past where I really think I have really good chemistry and energy with someone. And maybe maybe we start off being intimate earlier off. Right. But then as I, as I do spend more time and get to know them, I'm like, oh, no. Nah, like, this ain't it. You know, the sex is amazing, but like, I really don't like you, though. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think like, I like you. Like, or, or maybe they'll say something and be like, wait, what? What did you say? And you're like, oh, damn. So that happened. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a real. That's very, very real. And the last one, which I didn't see coming, and, and but I thought was still interesting. She says um, that the virus is delaying marriage as well. Hmm. And I think, I think we're obviously, we're probably a little too early on to have some like firm statistics on it. Um, but when you look backwards, what uh, 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 Helen found was data on 80 societies that she's collected via the demographic yearbooks of the United Nations between 1947 and 2011. So a big span of time there, mm-hmm. like almost maybe 70 years. Um, what she found was uh, that the later you wed, the more likely you are to remain married. So, mm. just, so folks who are getting married later in life, those marriages tend to last longer. Send this to um, my mama. <laughs> so there was a study here in the U.S. of 3,000 married people, um, and they found that compared with those who dated less than a year, couples who dated for one to two years before a wedding were 20% likely to divorce. Oh, wow. And then couples who dated for three or more years before marrying were 39% less likely to break up. Okay. So, so basically this, this, this uh, kind of, pandemic forcing people because I, I think I've, I've heard of that as well people who maybe were thinking about getting married within these months or you know extending it or, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. obviously with venues being closed and all that but i think just in general folks may be uh putting that off it, it sounds like uh, taking a beat saying yeah helen's saying that's that's gonna be for the best all in all nice yeah very. I mean, th- thank you for sharing this. I wasn't familiar with this article, but I definitely plan on reading it after yeah. <laughs> we wrap this up because it it seems like some really interesting information to to take from. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and so early on in Rona, I think that, like we had mentioned before, there was an emphasis on kind of creating space for your friends, your family, and of course, dating. And I felt like I was seeing all over the place, like different date ideas or different things that you can do virtually. Um, and I think I got this from Penda. I, fe- I think she had reposted this either on her stories. Um, 
Yeah. So she had shared, and the original author of this was, is at five boy, I think is his handle on Instagram. Um, so that's five, uh, spelled out. Yeah. Uh, F I V E B O I. Um, if you're looking for the B O, yeah, B O I. Excuse me. Um, B O I. Yeah, five boy with an I. Um, and he shared a full list of 20 different uh, social distancing dates, and a lot of them are reminiscent of all of. No, I'm sorry. So you're saying he did all of these? They weren't just like ideas. I don't know if he. I don't think he. I don't know if he did them. Oh, but okay. these are these are these are date ideas that he shared. Um, so there's a list of twenty. It's it's a significant list, and a lot of them are like really really beautiful. Um, and I know that we can either p- repost this yeah, on our will. IG. Um, but I wanted I wanted to share them with you and kind of maybe you can pick like your top three dates and we can share them with everybody and I'll pick my top three and I'll yeah, share. Because I think it was like, yeah, we don't got to yeah. go through. All <laughs> I mean, we could read that, but. <laughs> but I think even between the two of us, each of us having three, that's six. Like, yeah, kind of, that's that's enough. I'm curious, which 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 of the 20 were your favorite? So why? my my first favorite was number three. Um, and number three is send one another or go find a box of your favorite cereals or make breakfast together over a video call. Pair the mail pair the meal with a Netflix party uh, of both of your favorite childhood cartoons, which I thought was like super uh, cute and kind of like, like nostalgic. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I actually did this. <laughs> it wasn't, okay. it wasn't a set plan, but um, one of, one of my friends, uh, <laughs> he, he, he video chatted me. And at first I was going to answer cause I was cooking, but I was like, whatever so then he texted me he was like yo pick up the phone <laughs> so yeah. i was like i was like but I, whatever so i i picked up and he was actually in the the kitchen cooking breakfast as well and okay. so was i and so we were video chatting and like shared our final plates and all that kind of stuff okay. uh but i thought that was like really cute it's really easy to do we all should be eating breakfast <laughs> yes. um yes. and then i i love the nostalgic component of like watching your favorite childhood cartoon oh, I love and, that. I and love that too. As opposed to Netflix party, you can use Sensor. This is not a plug, but if y'all want to send us a check, definitely oh, do that. Because like it's this is that's a, a, a another nice component of like being able to like physically see each other while you're enjoying the show. So yeah. So but what's your what's your first one? Um my first one was actually number five. Um, and that one was set up a 15 minute timer, make a PowerPoint presentation on cloud, Drake, the best way to prepare toast, present each other over Zoom, let hilarity ensue. I love that. Even fucking surprise. <laughs> because... A full PowerPoint. And you've got to pick some stupid topic I'm too. So and like really like explain why you believe what you believe. <laughs> I I'm I'm definitely gonna have to do that one. That uh, one if yeah. anybody knows Obi, y'all know this nigga loves to present. And share, uh, and share uh, his knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So that good. does not surprise me at all. I am so tickled by that. That's amazing. This <laughs> is welcome to my TED talk. Yeah. I hear you. Oh, that's awesome. That's perfect. 
What was your next one? Uh, next for me was number eight, which was handwrite each other a letter. Accompany the letter with something that makes you think of them, a poem, a recipe, a handwritten playlist, a nature scavenger hunt, a trinket from your home that you want them to have. And I love writing letters. It's, it's a thing that I do, especially if I'm in my feelings. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've definitely written quite a few letters to love. But like proper handwritten but yes, letters. Handwritten, you know? yes. Okay. Yes. I yes. love that. I love yeah. that. I, I went to the the post office um a couple weeks ago. Someone had sent me something uh, through Target. And I was thinking to myself, like, the I, I couldn't even remember the last time I'd sent someone sent mm-hmm. something like, mm-hmm. like I remember learning like in second or third grade like how where you put the, yes. the stamp where you yes. write your, you know like that's something we all learned I was like damn I barely used that skill you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. I th- I think handwritten letters are are super um super meaningful and I I, I tried to send some out over the holidays. Did I send you one? You did not. If you did, I didn't get it. You should have shut. You didn't have to say that. Now my feelings is hurt. No, because I wasn't sure. I that's the thing. I had I had gotten like a stack like this big, Uh and I did probably like five or six, and I meant to do one for everyone. Sure. Me, my follow through is not always great. (laughs) I got you on the next one. You'll You'll be getting something. Actually, you didn't know this, but you were already going to be getting something in the mail shortly. Well, from that makes me even even more excited. Yeah. I love oh. getting mail. Soon come, soon come, soon come. Yeah, no, that's- no, that's I really like. Yeah, I think, and it's so easy. It's inexpensive. It may be a little difficult to find stamps, but your bank uh, sells it. We got to support our our men and women in blue right now because <laughs> yes, you know, a different kind of blue. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> They were gonna use that song. Yo! Oh, all right, got a hold of that. Yeah. Nigga, you about to fuck up our whole podcast. Uh, but yes, no. You know our poster, yes. specifically of the United States Parcel Service, <laughs> and not police officers. Thank you. You're absolutely yes. We know, we know. But yeah, I, I think know. that's a really good one, and they do, they do need our support at this time. Y'all mad that we trying to defund the police while the president trying to defund the post office. Can we, like, come on now? <sighs> anyway, what's next for you? Next for me was uh, number 11. That one was sip tea, collect art supplies, whether that's paints, crayons, markers, whatever it may be, and create art together over a video call. Share your pieces with one another afterwards. I love that. You know, I'm a, I like a little artiste. You yes, know, yes, you do. You do fancy yourself a creative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be a fun one. Oh, that would be so much fun. And yeah, I'd show each other until the very end, or maybe oh, yeah, absolutely. You both have like a certain, you know, whether it's I don't know, a flower or a mountain scene, right. and then time for the reveal. Right. Oh, I love that. That's really cute. That's a really cute one. That was good. Um, next for me was number 19. Okay. And that says, uh, create a story together through voice memos. And this voice is, 
I am becoming a fan. Because <laughs> I know that's that's where you had to come around. For me, it was Facebook. I did. I did. I did. Um, and uh, this is available. Oh, this is actually available also on IG and WhatsApp. I wasn't. I didn't know that, but I have an iPhone, oh, so that's yeah. how I kind of do it. Um, and so one person begins the story, and the next person builds on it. Um, with their next voice memo and you kind of take turns back and forth. Um, and you can turn, it could be a silly story. You can get a little sexy, dramatic, whatever you like. Um, but then it's, I mean, there'll be fun to kind of see what the story kind of ends up. And we, I did this actually with my coworkers. <laughs> it was a mess, but a lot, a lot of fun. And so I think it would be even, even better with people who like actually know each other and have an intimate relationship. <laughs> A group of people. Oh too. yeah, 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 yeah. It was this was we were like about twenty of us, <laughs> so it was. I know it was ridiculous. Exactly. Yep. And those those stories were always. Oh, ridiculous. right! And you had to pass the paper around. Yes. yes. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I thought that was like a really, really, I, because I had done it, I definitely would love to do that with people that, that I know intimately. Um, and then what's your last one? My last one was number 13. Okay. Um, find a recipe you'd both love to try. Mm. Set up a call as you both co-cook the recipe. Great British bake-off style. <laughs> results, trade tips, enjoy the treats together. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. so just like you. Like you mentioned earlier, you you kind of had one like that where you were cooking yes. and yeah, yeah. Stuff together. Yeah. I just like the idea of, and I think you know, I, I think I was struggling to think of ways of what quality time could look like in this moment. But mm-hmm. that's absolutely quality time doing something a, a like thousand that. percent. A thousand percent. Me, I've always tied physical mm-hmm. with quality time. I mean, mm-hmm. I've. I've tend to think of quality time as being in person live and direct yeah but i think going through this list and 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 kind of hearing about this there's other ways to enjoy quality time that so don't many apply. at least 20 here so yeah 20 exactly yeah i thought it, i thought it was really fun and cute and like again these are things that don't cost a lot of money yeah. They don't they don't take up a lot of time, but it's just it's just kind of tapping into your creative uh your that creative bone and seeing how turning one FaceTime into something a little bit more special. So um definitely, definitely we'll share that with you guys and thank you, Five Boy, for putting it out. So mm-hmm. for then I was also thinking, and again, these are all these are all things that I've seen. Again, I think I got this from Penda. <laughs> yeah, and Penda did share this out too. Um, I've read, ooh, oh, this is this is our dear friend. Yeah, uh, we did an episode with her in season two. That was our sex episode. She is the founder of Proho. She has a podcast as well. Who that? And she's just been out here doing some yeah. some amazing things over there so definitely follow her listen to her podcast um but she shared this from afrosexology okay. which has really kind of just been blowing my mind in oh, respect to kind oh, of yes I, you do 
Yeah. Okay. If you're, if you're, if, and I, the one thing that I appreciate about Penda's platform and even in the conversation that we had on our episode was like how, whether it's your background, your family tradition, religion, how sometimes they may stifle your sexual growth as a black person. As I'm definitely somebody that, yeah, that falls into the camp of being a quote unquote late bloomer and even appreciating myself as a sexual being um, and my own personal exploration of my own body. Like it took me a very, very long time to even feel comfortable doing that. And following um, Afrosexology and that platform, and then of course listening to a lot of the stuff that Penda's done, like in this time of quarantine, I have been reintroduced to my body in a very beautiful way and have had like a a completely different appreciation of my body and like allowing myself to enjoy pleasure and create that for myself and all that kind of stuff. And even though I've, you know, I'm able to kind of talk to uh, or have a couple of men in my life, finding love within myself has been paramount. Um, Yeah. And so, um, and especially during Rona, this is the sexist way, the sexist, the safest way to kind of enjoy pleasure during this time. Um, And so they had shared a post about solo sex. Okay. No, I just, yeah, just so people know what you were talking about. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. And so they shared, they shared a post about solo sex, the benefits of solo sex. And like, I think a lot of times people are conflicted about masturbation or like, or maybe they feel like it's, it's, you're shamed by it or you're not too comfortable discussing it. I feel like for a long time, at least in my friends group or with women, that was not a thing that we talked about. Like nobody was discussing that oh, they I masturbate. Thought that was, I thought, I thought that was a pretty open conversation. No. With women. No. Like, like recommending different sex toys. And like, again, I didn't, I didn't start enjoying myself until I was maybe 20. Okay. And, oh, the first time you started masturbating was right. about oh. right. and I and I think um at that time there were two people that I was comfortable having that conversation with. Okay. And like my friend bought my first she bought me my first uh vibrator and and even when after she bought it for me it took months for me to use it like i was that nervous about it um right now i'm very cavalier i don't it doesn't bother me i i'm very open but even i think about my friend groups now and there are probably a handful of us like mm, not even maybe two one or two of us who who talk about it and then when we do talk about it there are always people like anybody trying to hear all that that whole kind of thing so it's it's interesting um and that kind of happens with sex in general now that i think about it not that i mean not that we're i think we're all aware that people are having it but having it be a topic of conversation there are pockets in my friend groups that i can do that with but it's not like yeah 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 well i think i think that's also a part like if we zoom out a little bit i think that's 
um, and I think we we hit on this on our on our episode with Penda, is is trying to remove some of the shame that we attach. Yeah. Oh yeah, not oh, just yeah. to sex, but especially to masturbation. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for a lot of us, especially a lot of us who grew up in the church, mm. or a lot of us, you know, culturally speaking, that's something that is is you don't do. I don't. Yeah, not really yeah. talked about at least in mm-hmm. in. in, in you know no. the understanding is maybe you're doing it but it's certainly not a conversation we're talking right. about and right. talking about ways for people to enjoy it and for for ways for people to explore their sexuality for sure those conversations weren't happening in our houses at all <laughs> yeah, certainly not mine and I, and I have a good feeling it wasn't happening nope. yeah nope 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 nope, nope. um so, what, what, so do they have some like tips or advice for people yeah, so there were there were there's um so <laughs> The one thing that I appreciate was that they shared some the benefits of solo sex, and I love that they call it solo sex. Like I, I any anything with alliteration gets me, but I you know okay. I think it's a little sexy. Uh, okay. Anyway, so they say there are so many benefits to solo sex other than um, the possibility of an orgasm. So a few that they share were improved self esteem and body image, which. The more and more that I've been masturbating, I can say that that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You did um, that yeah, oh, that's that's great. Okay, uh, it decreases stress. So during this time, with everything that's going on in the world, taking some time to kind of just enjoy yourself, mm-hmm. you know, can help kind of alleviate some of that stress. It boosts your immune system. Now, if we're trying to beat Rona, hey, beat your meat. You no, know, if. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, feature me. I did not say that coming. I'm just saying. Meat has entered the chat. Right. <laughs> meat has entered the chat. And okay. not that you do not appreciate it. But yeah, so you know, if you need to boost your immune system to fight this Rona, take care oh, of yourself. So um it it helps you sleep better now. You know, I hear that a lot, especially from, from y'all. When I say y'all I mean yeah. women. Where like that's how a lot of y'all like put yourselves to sleep. Yeah. As I somebody who I have been and I think I shared this on the last I've been having a really hard time falling asleep at a reasonable hour. Uh, and yeah, we, when I do, yeah, when yeah. I take care of myself, it's real easy after that. <laughs> like a light. Okay. Like a light. All right. Okay, um, no, no, no sleep medicine required, you know. I don't like I don't do drugs. Of, yeah. of any kind, even the natural ones. So, yeah. Like the bean. That's all and, you need. Oh, oh, I don't know that I like that. Oh, the bean. Know, like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's catching your energy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I apologize. Um, another one that I thought was really, really interesting was it's a tool of empowerment, which when you say, when you kind of take a step back, it is because when you are improving your self-esteem, when you're finding joy within yourself, like this is a way of kind of relinquishing this pleasure having to come from another person, but also being able to find it within yourself. So I thought that was like a really cool kind of touch point. Um, It definitely, they say here, it teaches you about your body and what you like and what you don't like. Yeah, definitely figure that out uh, when you have solo sex. And then it can enhance partnered sex. And I think we may have talked about this either offline, about whether or not we've brought toys into our 
into our relationships. I've I haven't done that yet, but I am definitely interested in doing so. Unfortunately, from what I I tend to hear from women is like uh, the, there's a good amount of men who like are uncomfortable or like they're weird about it, like because they hmm. that, it's, the, it's the male ego. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I should be enough. Like, why do you need a toy? I'm like, nah, bro. Hey, whatever. The more the merrier. Let's, let's. I let's mean, see. exactly. If you out here talking about you want, you want threesomes and orgies and all that shit. I can't even bring a, a gadget. Yeah, gadget. <laughs> but I think, I think another uh, thing that, and this is separate from my last point, is just y'all have a lot more fun when it comes to masturbating. Or you, I feel like you have a. It's hmm. for one, it's more. Uh, socially like accepted because i think when you think of the idea of a man masturbating usually i feel like <laughs> it's almost like like a perv thing it's almost like a little. it's like yeah. you're seeing a guy hunched over like you know what i mean yeah. you know what i'm saying There's yeah, yeah. when we talk yeah. about women, you know, it's like this beautiful thing. You know, there's some soft music playing. That might- <laughs> Is that what you're envisioning? No, I'm just saying, like, it seems like when we talk about it, when, meanwhile, oh, like, when it is talked like, about, sure, 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 yeah, sure, 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 sure. It's like, I mean, usually the thought isn't like peaceful and serene when you think about right. it. Okay. Even the jacking off like it's so so aggressive. Like, it is very aggressive. It also very... looks a little aggressive sometimes. <laughs> I was like, that can't be enjoyable. But you guys seem to really like it. Um, but that's oh. why I, I was having this conversation a couple weeks ago with someone. Just like, like this this pandemic had me almost about to buy my first sex toy. I was like, yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to. No, I've never owned like a flashlight or anything like oh. that. Can I no. buy one for you? That's kind of like a thing that I, I feel like I have to pay it forward since yeah. I've been blessed. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing though. I'm worried about those. Like I might I might get me one of those and, and now I just I just don't need women no more. I'm good. Like I got my little I, the my my ex who I have talked about yeah, he is very fond of his and he enjoys her very much. I told him I want to meet her. I need to know the other bitch who's taking care of you. Right? But I mean this might it will. That's and that's what you need. Oh, that's man. what you need. <laughs> I'm not in it. Good, but but I think so. That's you know what I, I like that you brought this conversation up because I, I I would like to see us change the narrative when it comes to men masturbating, and it also be something that can be viewed as like a, a restorative or like an empowering thing as well. Yes, go yeah, please. I mean, I, I know I know even when I think of myself, when I think of, and I think this is the reality for for most men. Unfortunately, I think for a lot of us. Our touch point with masturbation usually is a, is usually attached to porn, meaning okay. like that. Like if we are masturbating, for a lot of us guys, that's usually only happening, or may very well only happen if we're watching porn. It's not often that we're like just using our own imagination to kind of you know, you know, it's not okay. often for a lot of for a lot of guys. There's that. There, are you assuming that women are not watching porn? Women are doing it as well, by all means. Definitely. I know this. Yeah. Oh, for okay. sure. Okay. But I think I think it's well documented, just like men's sometimes unhealthy relationship with with pornography. Uh, That's why. Okay. I- 
okay, yeah, yeah. The the point to disassociate from like yeah the way yeah. the way in which I engage with porn is definitely not the way that I, I hope exactly. to engage with my partner. So like exactly. making that separation exactly. very clear. Yeah, you know, and that's why that's why the, the what I was trying to lead up to is just like I'd also encourage men to also enjoy be able to enjoy their bodies and enjoy themselves without having to rely on that as a stimulus or as something to get you going you know what i mean okay. i think i, I think that i think it's really it but yeah, i hear no, you I <laughs> but if, if that's I, at least i think like if if I, I i think it's also good if you if you're able to enjoy that tap into yeah, just yeah. In your own body just sure. enjoy yourself yeah and your imagination and your you know without yeah. it necessarily because that's the thing too unfortunately like you just uh touched on you know and this is a whole separate conversation you know <laughs> i'm sure we can do a podcast on it uh an episode at some point just about pornography and like and mm. how that influences. So that's a whole convo mm-hmm. you know I mean? mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. i know for and i like that they brought up in the beginning line also um uh you know the benefits to solo sex other than the possibility of an orgasm and this is a conversation i've seen come up as well about decentering the orgasm as well when it comes to sex yes sometimes so, that's what the focus is on mm-hmm, especially for mm-hmm. guys like for and you know, ladies i i yeah I, i'll, so be, I'll be the voice yeah be present and enjoy uh whether you're doing this solo or whether you're doing this with a partner that, that don't have to be so focused and emphasis on the actual orgasm. You know so I, mean? I didn't even know this was a thing, but in, in this post that they shared on um, Afrosexology, they, they use the term edging where yes. it is yeah, to bring yourself up. close to orgasm and then to stop all stimulus. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a strategy and there are a couple of other strategies that I'll share with you when, when talking about solo sex, but now that, since we're on the topic, it's to, you don't allow yourself to orgasm then. So you take a break, then you start masturbating again and you do this as many times as you want to build up to an intensify, to build up and intensify your orgasm, which I don't, this seems very foreign to me, but something that I would be intrigued to, to kind out. of to try because I think I mean I'm I'm not a man but I definitely know that most of the times when I am masturbating the end result is for me to orgasm but like oh, so, yeah that's the goal yeah. <laughs> oh no she's very good at taking care of herself okay um so okay. that's never an no, issue also, but I think the reason it, why I said that too is like unfortunately there's a good percentage of women who have never had an orgasm whether solo oh, yeah. or with oh partner. yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel for you. Yeah, I don't drop a drop a little a little thug tear for that. Or a little I don't, something out. I don't, yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> you don't, no, you don't know that. That's not your life. Um, but I, yeah, I, I had never heard of that phrase before. Um, and I, I think that it is something powerful if you can stop yourself. <laughs> Just knowing personally, that probably would be a little difficult. Yeah, yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah, when you're close, like damn, I'm just trying to cut <laughs> off. I was, uh, yeah. Um, but like I said, they shared a couple of strategies um, that I think could be really helpful in your solo play or your solo sex. Um, okay. So I'm just gonna read a couple. Um, 
so one thing that they they mentioned was to set the mood. Um, often we value and put more energy into romantic and sexual experiences with others than with ourselves. This is what so, I meant. Yeah. Candle, <laughs> so take the time to get your mind and body in the mood for an erotic encounter. With, whether it's wearing something that makes you feel sexy, playing your favorite sex songs, like you had mentioned, lighting some candles, dimming the light, intentionally create a space for you and your sex toys. Lock all the doors, put your phone on, do not disturb, and enjoy yourself. So I thought, as as paramount, if there's anything that you do, it's setting the mood. Um, another one that they shared was um, switching positions, which I have tried to do, and I've never, I haven't been very successful in, but, you know, this is, this, these are little, you know, challenges that we, exactly. Um, so try masturbating in different positions uh, than you normally do on your back, on your side, sitting up, on your knees, just try anything that you would like to do maybe with a, with a partner, try that on your own and see how that works. Mm-hmm. Um Another one, and this I appreciate because I've done, is change your location. (laughs) Try masturbating in the bathtub or on the floor or on your couch or in another place in your home. And I mean, that can also fluctuate depending on how you share your space. But, you know, try different different places. Um, Exactly. Um, This has really been interesting for me. Um, with exploring other erogenous zones. So whether it's squeezing your nipple, slapping your own ass, use a toy for anal play. Okay. (laughs) You can do it. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Grab, I mean, in your in your position, grab your balls, grab your thighs, and explore other areas on your body. Like I, my erogenous zones are usually my knees and my ears. And when I'm doing things on my own, those are not places that I typically pay attention to. But like now, exactly, that may be things that may be something that I, um, okay. that Fine. I try. Replicate. Yeah, yeah. We talked about edging. Um, this is interesting. Um, play with your breathing. Um, so we often hold our breath and clench our muscles when we're masturbating, uh, which can undermine orgasms. Playing with your pace and depth of your breath can impact your sexual experience. Um, and so this is something that I realize I tend to do when I'm masturbating um, is holding my breath and kind of making sure that, and now that I've read this post, I'm a lot more cognizant of it um, when I'm having solo sex. And then the last one that I recently tried was um, make mirror magic. Um, So it says slowly lotion yourself, do a sexy dance or masturbate in front of a mirror and marvel at how sexy you are. And it was very empowering. Okay. You, you gave this uh, thing was, yourself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Like a motherfucker. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I would definitely, ladies, fellas, all, all in between, definitely, um, you know, take some time to just revel in your own beauty, in the way that you explore yourself, how, what you kind of, it's also an interesting way of like noticing things that maybe you enjoy more because like your body will react in different ways. Um, So 
those were a okay. few. Again, this is a there's a, a bunch of other ones here, um, and I'm sure we can share this with with the good people. But I I, I am a huge advocate of solo sex, um, especially during this time of Rona. But I cannot wait in, until my titties <laughs> in somebody's mouth. But uh, until oh. then. I, I oh. know I shouldn't. That was a lot. <laughs> I don't blush on. Oh, I know you're not talking. <laughs> but until then, you know, enjoy yourself. No, literally. And I, I really appreciate you uh, having the foresight to make sure that we included that in the conversation, because yeah, as as folks are finding new ways to connect romantically with other people right now mm-hmm. i think we should definitely be making sure we're we're doing that with our ourself as well so yeah very was- much so that um so we couldn't forget about the lovers even though obi and i are not uh in quarantine with our partners or potential partners shacked we know up, yeah. we ain't shacked up with anybody but we know plenty of you guys are and afro sexology also shared um a thread on different opportunities for partner play which i thought was really really interesting and i can't wait until i find me the company of a gentleman caller uh, to try some of these out um and so kind of like what they did with um solo sex they kind of shared some you know big picture ideas about partner play and then they give you a couple of fun little games so i figured i'd read that and then maybe we can share a couple that we're interested in um and so partner play is something we can uh do throughout our lives our lives. It allows us to be creative, challenging our minds, and bringing out our competitive side, Um, and then add intimacy. Playfulness and sex to the rules, um, and you aren't only spending quality time together, but exploring new things about yourself and others. Um, So the games that we're going to be sharing with you um, are a chance to act more freely and explore your fantasies. We hope that these help you add some creativity to your relationships and don't hesitate to make your own games and rules. Um, So I thought that they they had a couple of really fun ones. Um, And so I, I think I'll share one and then you can share one. Um, that maybe yeah, that you're good. interested in. So yeah. the first one that they shared that I loved was called Red Light, Green Light, which I guess is kind of a play oh, on okay. Red Light, Green Light, one, two, three. Which Where's this going? Was one of my favorite childhood games. Like I was so good I at Red Light, Green played. Light. What? Oh wait, hold on. Is that the is that like freeze tag basically? No, like everyone kind of. No, so like oh, somebody's somebody freeze tag is definitely a thing where everybody runs and then if you get tagged, you have to freeze until somebody yeah. unfreezes you. That's yeah. a thing. But red light green light one two three is like you had somebody who was at the the top and they would say red light green light one two three and then they would turn around and you had to be frozen in place. And if anybody shifted or if you wobbled a little bit, then you were out. Oh, I don't remember that one. You did that. You did that and tried to race, and whoever tagged the person who was, you know, saying "we're like we're like one two three, then you it was your turn. I love. I don't know. Saying it now and explaining it, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but it was one of my favorite childhood. Oh no, those those games were the best as a kid. I loved all that shit. Yeah. So the fact that I could do this as an adult is very intriguing. So the way that Afro sexology. Um, p- says to play red light green light is starting at your forehead and working your partner would be working their way down to your toes tell your your lover to kiss suck or lick all 
all over your body. When you say red light, they have to stay right where they are, kissing, licking, and sucking that part of your body. And when you say green light, that's their sign to continue exploring your body. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That sounds fun. Isn't yeah. it? That does sound fun. Hmm. And, you know, I, I like, I love that you found these because this is, a, I feel like, another good reminder for myself. And I'm sure maybe a, a bunch of people listening. I feel like, I mean... Don't get me wrong. I'd say like in the past, I'd say probably like two years, I've been mm-hmm. having like suspiciously good sex. Like, oh. like you ever, you ever have some sex so good? You're like, nah, no. so I'm concerned. Like, this, oh, is, this oh, is a little oh, too oh. good. You know what I mean? That may have <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe I'm entering some d- d- delayed sexual. I don't know. I feel like for men, they say it's usually on the younger side. Uh-huh. Whatever it is. Um, and I guess shout out to 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 the women I've been intimate <laughs> these past couple of two years because I'm sure there's something to do with them too. But yeah, I've just been having I'm sure. I've, yeah. yeah, I've just been having some amazing sex and I'm I'm super grateful for that. But I feel like this is another reminder though that it's good to switch it up. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like I used to do stuff like this and like do more like the games and like kind of exploring thing when I was younger, when right. sex was new to me at that right. point, you know, right. a lot newer. And I feel like I've kind of moved away from that. But I definitely, reading through some of these, I definitely want to, you know, whip some of these out next time. Yeah, I mean, I don't have have the same level of experience as you, Jill. But um, I think for me, um, being very new to intercourse, not Mm -hmm. so much like different types of sexual exploration, but like, like having penetrative sex, it's been, it's, it, I feel like there's been a delay and I think maybe because like you kind of find your rhythm or you have that one good connection with a partner. So you tend mm-hmm. to do things in a very similar fashion. And so like finding new ways to get creative has, is something that I, like I said, I'm definitely interested in, in bringing into my relationships po- post Rona. Okay. Yeah. And one of the ones that I liked on here was the roll the dice one. Ah, okay. Okay. And I'm sure we've we've heard or seen, you know, versions of this or like They make that. dice for this kind of game? They, yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Those are always fun. Um but so what they say is find a set of dice. Uh dice or die. Dice. dice. You say the C, right? Yeah. Which think, one is it? But is are we talking more than one dice? A set of dies. So that sounds so, like that's plural. Yeah. So I So it's die. Die. Right? <laughs> okay. It sounds it's weird. Well, you know, English is a weird language sometimes. And definitely wouldn't Anyhow, be dices. Right? Right. But anyway, find anyway. find a set of dice. Get you some dice. dice. <laughs> Get you some dice. There you go. Thank you. Get you some dice <laughs> and make a cheat sheet for what each role means. One dice can be about actions, lick, suck, squeeze, kiss, touch, spank blow, stroke, etc. The list okay. goes on. Okay. The other dice is about body parts. So ears, nicks, lips, ass, thighs, dick, clit, vagina. You get it. All, all, the, all the places. All of the And ro- roll the dice to learn if you'll be licking your partner's ear or sucking their, you fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> Set a timer. Minimum 30 seconds to keep the game going. Okay. It might feel awkward at first, but take in all of the sensations. 
you might discover a new body part that you enjoy having licked. I like that. And I will say this this is a good one because I feel like, and again, this is bringing in that exploration part of sex. And I know for myself, that's something I I, I definitely need to do more of because I think, and it's real easy, especially if it's someone who you've been intimate with a few times, you Mm -hmm. guys can, you know, fall into whatever patterns or, you know, kind of just following the script that you normally do when you guys are together. But there's a lot of great ways to kind of switch that up, you know, Mm -hmm. and and just make it fun. That's why I've always felt like I know sex is good for me if we're (laughs) laughing. If if we're both like laughing and enjoying ourselves. And that's the thing too. And I I know it's real easy to kind of get caught in your head, especially sometimes as a guy, like, you know, all the pressure there is to perform Mm -hmm. and to make sure Mm -hmm. that you're, you 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 know you you're doing her good, uh, literally. Um, I think so. Yeah. So just sometimes it's really easy to kind of get in your head, but I think doing this kind of stuff helps kind of break that. And I, that's why they kind of even said at the end. It might feel a little awkward at first. For sure, but it's gonna be so weird. It. Yeah. Yeah. Have some fun yeah. with it, and and kind of just see where see where it goes. You know. I agree. I I think like the laughing. I used to get a little nervous because some what people don't tell you is so much about sex is very awkward and yes. like. And things slip, funny noises, there's all, all the kinds thing. of things yeah. going on. Yeah. And at first, like I was like super, super self-conscious about like laughing because I didn't want my partner to think that I was laughing at him or that he was doing something weird or what have you. But I found myself laughing a lot. Um yeah. and I think it, no, I think it's good. It's those good. are yeah, those are the times that you kind of like you, you maybe you're just kind of breaking whatever silence or what it could be a nervous laugh because maybe you you know you're finding out new things about yourself or you're tapping into you in a way that maybe you were in anticipating um but like what you said about that is the exploration about different body parts and different things that you could like and don't like and you didn't know of so i think that 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 definitely is a was a top contender um just reminded me oh this one time with my ex I don't even remember what it what exactly happened, but okay. it was something. <laughs> it was something that, that like made both of us just burst out into laughing. Okay, and like we we literally we stopped having sex and we were laughing for like twenty minutes. <laughs> like it was like I don't that's remember wonderful. what it was. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like just have some fun with it. Yeah, and, don't and take I think yourself too seriously. It's, I've, I've always found sex to be a lot more fun when I'm not in my head and I'm not sure. taking it so seriously and I'm just sure. like being present in my body and, exactly. and, and really enjoying it. Yeah. And I really love I really love their their last kind of slide on this topic about partner play, uh, where they said things to consider. Sex or erotic play uh don't have to involve or center penetration or orgasm. Mm-hmm. And that's for all the reasons that we talked about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um next was to establish a safe word or signal that you all can use in case you want to stop playing. Very Always important. helps to have that. Very um sharing your sexual fantasies can give insight to some games or roles you'd like to play. And lastly, like we just said, uh be creative and have fun. There's no right or wrong way to play. No. As long yeah. as you're respecting all of the partners involved. Yeah, I boundaries think, and yeah. yeah. And you have consent. Stuff. You know, every everyone everyone knows what's what's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. Have 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 some fun with it. For sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of 
it in regards to sharing the information for this episode. I think that like we tried to make sure that we were being cognizant of all types of ways in which we can connect during this time. And even though, you know, the some states in the world is kind of opening up a little bit, that doesn't mean that you could not still use a lot of these things, even post-Rona, um, which is something that I think is really important. Because like you had mentioned before, even in your dating life, when we're talking about the, the different types of dates that you can do, those are things that you can incorporate even if you're spending time with your person in person like you don't have to always go to a restaurant or a bar maybe it would be cool to have a craft night at at the crib or you know if you're if you're starting a new relationship where you've been with your partner for a really long time but you kind of see that things are getting a little monotonous in the bedroom play one of these little games um Mm -hmm. if you're you know i don't know i think we do have a couple of young listeners which is fine but um well, when you say young what do you mean i don't know i think like 18 19 not oh not, yeah not yeah we've got, a, we've got a few gen z folk yeah, in the room yeah but it's really the millennials and the okay the, well that's good but for, for the holding us down but they're there we yeah, appreciate y'all too. absolutely yeah. and even if you're not like if you're starting to just explore yourself in a new way i definitely like i said i've been taking a lot of time during this quarantine to kind of look inward and focus on like where my like the space in my mind and the things that I allow it to occupy um, time with or and like now physically exploring my body in a way that I haven't done in my 32 years of life. And so there's no, um, don't feel like you're late to the game or whatever. If you are just starting to explore your body, I definitely would encourage you to look into some of those um, solo sex activities or strategies. But yeah, just finding time to to connect with your people, to connect with yourself. I think um, outside of like the world shutting down and the, I feel like the earth healed a little bit during Rona, and now we're having this resurgence of like um, this fight against uh, police brutality and injustice. And so you know, all of those things are important, but like centering yourself in in that work too. Um, is is super super important. So I hope that these little tips and tricks help you guys kind of connect with your loved ones and most importantly with yourself. Well said, well Thank said. Yeah, I, I I love the way you you tied it all together there. Um, and I think the one thing that I would want to leave um everyone with is a lot of the conversation or most of the conversation we had with you guys today was centered on our connections and our relationships outside of us, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of externally. But I think I would just want to remind everyone that, especially during the middle of everything that's happening right now, that everyone is, is finding the time and finding ways to also make sure that the relationship with yourself is good. And that's in all the ways, you know, whether that's mentally, physically, make sure you're eating well, you know, you're taking care of your body and then also, also romantically and Mm -hmm. making time and space to, explore your own sexuality and your own sensuality and, and, and kind of uh, um, leaning into that. Cause I know, especially, especially for people like me, and I've, I've spoken about this on, on the podcast before um, that for a long time, I kind of used dating as a way to escape having to mm. do work with myself mm. or having to escape 
being with myself. Okay. And I think even even earlier uh, during the pandemic and the quarantine, when I'd asked you, like, if you had jumped on any of the apps, mm-hmm. I think my my maybe uh, me wanting to do that, I think mm-hmm. in that moment, well, a little bit was definitely like, was, yeah, was, you know, just not being comfortable being alone and being... Yeah. Not necessarily lonely, but solitude. There's, yeah. there's a certain there's a certain amount of insight that comes with just being, being by alone. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that uh, I would just yeah, just I would just want to remind everyone that as much as as disruptive as this period of time has been, obviously for all of us, that I would just want to remind everyone that there, there's definitely some some solace in in being by yourself and with for yourself sure. as well. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Well, this now, is- this is a curveball. I know because oh, I knew you were about to do your last thing. Because it will never happen unless we just start it somewhere. Wait. We we that? we always talk about having a little segment or something that's gonna that's gonna that we'll do like week to week or every okay. now and again. Okay. And we're we're that we're now on our is this the third or fourth episode already? Fourth episode. Or- Fourth, damn, yeah. it's already here. So yeah. I don't want us to go too far in okay. without getting something off the ground. Okay. What do What do you think? There's gotta be something we could do. <laughs> no, no, I put you on the spot. Oh, I'm trying to think out loud. I'm trying to think uh. of um, the we're not because I know you've mentioned and we've mentioned as well before, and we've 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 plugged them because they're really a great resource. Mm-hmm. That we're not we're we're not really strangers. <gasps> I bought it. Hold on, one you second. You bought it. I'll go yes. get the game. Yes. Yes. There Give you go. Oh shit! I forgot that you had it. All right. So, na na na. Oh, I was about to give them a play by play. I didn't know how far you had to go. I was just explaining to everyone listening that you and I do Facetimes uh, while while we're recording, just so we can we can see each other, kind of replicate the studio <laughs> environment. So I was just telling our good listeners that you stepped away to. I did. To grab but I'm it. Back. All right. So yeah, uh, but maybe maybe we do a question at the end of okay. each episode or something. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, I'm sure we we know each other, but I'm sure there's still a lot left to learn too. You know what okay. I mean? So. Yeah. So you 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 pick one, and we'll we'll dive into what comes up. Okay. This is random as fuck. You can see. Yep. I see. Now, the one thing I'd ask you real quick, are these in any specific categories or they're just all mixed bag? No. So okay. um, they're broken up into three categories. Okay. Um, what are they? The, the first category is perception. Oh, and perception good. is, um, do you know how others see you? Level one is about okay. gaining perspective on what first impressions we give off and challenging the assumptions we make about others. Um, then level two Mm -hmm. is connection. Um, who are you really? This round is about asking the rarely asked questions and connecting on a deeper level. Okay. And then level three is reflection time to reflect on your game experience. Um, but it, this, these are meant to be done in that, in that order. So is there like a set of round one questions we should be working through first? All right, cool. Let's, Let's do it that way then. Okay. Shit. And then next week we'll 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 move up to the next round and go okay. from there. And, yeah. and then they're also these are the really fun ones. They're wild card questions. Um, 
<laughs> you like the way this sounds, don't you? If you draw a wild card, your partner must complete the instructions unless otherwise stated. These are meant to be a spontaneous and a lot of bit silly. These cards can appear at any moment during the game. Certain wild cards have a time limit. Um, and then have your phone ready. So I've played this a couple of times, a little bit with some of my friends. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Virtually. And it, it I, right. this is probably one of my favorite purchases during Rona. Cause I feel All like right, we, great. we talked about, getting it to do an episode we did we did because i love i love all the prompts that that yeah their page is amazing yeah um so let's start in round one then all right so perception perception okay so the perception card is (laughs) how many speeding tickets do you think i've gotten in my life you yes i don't do you even have a driver's license (laughs) i don't even have a permit yeah, so whole so zero. zero. Yeah, you, you, you. Yeah. Listen, I'm a New Yorker through and through, my nigga. You mm-hmm. hear me? Um, MTA for life. For, li- <laughs> for, uh-huh. life. for um, life. But you are a driver, or you've driven. Do you I drive? Have driven. I do. I miss my car. I miss my baby. She's chilling at my my dad's uh, rental property in Jersey City, just collecting rust. Okay. I, yeah, I miss her. Yeah, but uh, similar to you, once I, once I moved to New York, I was like, yo, a car's a hassle, if anything. Right. Gas, tickets, tolls, <laughs> All parking. Yeah. I don't see the, the allure. I don't, it just sounds yeah. like a money bucket to me. Yeah, but. especially, especially living in the city, for sure. But if I had to guess the amount of, lot of the amount of speeding tickets you've gotten. What would you say? Maybe like between fifteen and twenty. Fifteen and twenty? I wouldn't yeah. even have a license at that point. <laughs> Damn, this is how I know you don't drive because you don't I, even I, know how the you don't I even know how the point it. system works. I don't know. I don't get it. Because no, when when you drive the way mo- I'm pretty sure every state does this. You if you have they call them infractions. Okay. So I, I, this, well, like a speeding ticket is this is, is bad because I know this as well. But basically, there's different levels. So there's infractions. So that's like, for example, no, my headphones just died. Sorry. Let me see if I can just plug into the computer, but I may have to turn my phone off. It's okay. Oh, damn! You got to go in on the infractions. Damn, that firework was like outside my window. Jesus Christ! These niggas are wild. Or maybe just mute you, and then we can still see each other. But yeah, yeah, do that. That way, because uh, it helps to have that visual. Cue. How's that? Perfect. Okay. Um, you can hear me. We good? Yeah. Did you mute your phone? If I mute my phone, doesn't that just mute you? I muted you. I muted me, so you, you can't hear me. me. No, I can't hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Let me see. Talk. Hello, testing. One, two, three. Yeah, I can. I don't know if it's gonna pick it up, but okay. We're almost done, right? Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, you, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. So then, just drop it off. We're we're on the home stretch. Anyway. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye.
Hello. Still good? Yeah. Now I need to change my setup. So give me a second. No problem. Hello? Yeah. Okay. I needed to plug into the mic, but now I'm good. All right. So we can keep going. Good? Mm-hmm. Okay. You about to hit us with the infractions. Yes. So <laughs> the way it works is you can get an infraction. That's like not wearing your seatbelt, for example, okay. or having a busted taillight. Okay. But there's also moving violations. So that's things that you, that's you fucking up in on the road. Okay. So maybe you ran a stop sign, you're speeding, you know, wh- whatever it may be. So if you get a certain amount of points, they either they suspend your license first. Sure. And if, if it accumulates after a while, they can actually revoke your license. Damn. So like you would never get to the point of having 10, like I think you said 15 to 20. Yeah. You're, they would have taken your license long before that. Or okay. either that. Or you'd be paying buku money in insurance right, every month. Right. Your insurance will be like $1,000 a month. Because like, <laughs> you're just out here getting tickets willy-nilly. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, like, I'm, t- I'm thinking so about like I, the span of your life. Like if you've, had a, if you've had a license since you were 16 and you're now 32. Well, that's the thing though. No, I got you. I got you. But no, I, I, the only the bulk of my driving career, if you will, was in Florida. Because I didn't oh, get okay, my license. Okay, okay. I got my license when I was 18. And I, yeah, and I got my first car, I think, that summer or like okay. something, you know. But anyhow, so I think all in all, I probably had, I think maybe like, maybe four or five. Oh, okay. Altogether. So you're a safe driver. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've gotten, I've gotten in trouble for other shit, but it oh, hasn't been defeated. That's okay. the thing too. I had a, I had a souped up, uh. Mitsubishi Galant. So, like, my car was just a cop magnet. Like, ah. either way. So, I didn't have to be doing a whole lot for, for, <laughs> for people to be paying attention to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I had it lowered. I had the rims. I had the whole, like, my car was, yeah, it was just asking for trouble. Really, <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to do so another yeah, not one? That, not or... that many. Um, yeah, that was, I guess that was a quick one. Let's do one more Let's and then we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Cause that was, that was a, that, you didn't. You couldn't even participate in that one. No, I, yeah. like that's, I started laughing when I read it because I was like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. Also picked randomly, even though you, you know. So still perception. Yes, still we're still in level one perception. Okay. What compliment do you think I hear the most? Ooh, isn't that good? That is good. What compliment does Nana hear the most? Or at least you think I hear the most. Yeah, no, I know. I think that you probably get complimented on your either. I would say like your smile or your laugh would be my first. Oh. That would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say energy, but that's that's pretty vague. <laughs> And I'm sure I'm sure people probably you've probably gone that, but I think if I was gonna be more specific, I'll probably say your smile or your laugh. That is a very good answer because I would yeah. I would agree. Um, is that it? Okay, yeah. all right. So outside, I, I know you. Yeah, I know outside you. of like my fashion sense or like my outfit, that too. That def- too. That's a definitely. Good point. I get complimented the most on my smile. Okay, and sure. you have a, you have a great smile. Thanks, so, man. 
Right, rightfully so. How about how about yours truly? Huh. So what do I think people compliment you on the most? Mm-hmm. There's so many things, Obi, honestly. Cause you know, beard gang strong, like your beard is <laughs> is, you know, top tier. You get uh, some love. Yeah. You're also like you have a really beautiful smile, even though it's been manufactured. Wow. So you said my shit isn't organic. It I really just, isn't. Though, it isn't. So it's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of real work. A lot of real work that went into this mouth. Yeah. They laid down uh, tracks in this mouth. Literally. Yeah. 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 They did. They did. Um. Huh. Maybe your voice. I. It's interesting you bring that one up. It's. It's. I would say. Basically, the so what did, what did you set along? You said the beard, uh, your smile, the voice, and, and, and the smile. Yeah, definitely. I would say the 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 beard gets some love, especially yeah. from ladies. Yeah. You know, actually, even brothers too. You it's know, a good I, beard. It's it's a good it's a solid one. It's, I've it's seen better, but it's a good one. <laughs> I just I want that volume. I want that like you want King like Nebuchadnezzar. Oh yeah, I need God, some. No. I need that like down like you know by my chest shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. But it's all right. I work. I'm grateful for what I have. It's, it's keeping me. Nigga, your shit connects. That's yeah, that's exactly. I'm good. I'm not yeah. struggling. You know, no. we ain't struggling out here. No. I'll probably say it's some combination of of that and my voice. I definitely have gotten a lot of compliments or or like people um, mentioning. And then I'd probably say my height usually is, will probably be I top three. That, but it, it felt a little regular. Yeah, it's reg- yeah. but usually it'll be just like, oh, you know, I, I don't know if maybe if people who haven't met me and maybe they meet me, they, I guess, maybe don't realize I'm as big as I am, yeah. you know, like size and, you know, <laughs> height and width. Right. Um. So probably some combination of, okay. of those. You were, you were. You were pretty on the money so as we well. We know when each other is. Yeah, shit. we do. We do. We do. We do. Oh, that was so much fun. Look, they're sending these off because uh, it's the end of the podcast. Apparently, is up. what those fireworks are about. Because yeah, that's where we're at. But no, that was fun. So we, I think we should definitely do like one or two of these at Sounds the end good. of the episode. And All then- right. We'll we'll work some other stuff in. We'll think of a name for this segment. For this little segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like well, it. thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. This was a really fun one. I wasn't sure how we would end up, but um, I really enjoyed, of course, this conversation with you. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, if you have any tips or tricks, fun yeah, things you've been I'm doing curious. during this quarantine, mm-hmm. definitely feel free to send an mm-hmm. email to workbaypod at gmail.com. Definitely follow us on Instagram at WorkBayPod. And we are on the Twitter. So follow us the there now. Yeah. at WorkBayPod. Yep, um, is there yeah. anything you want to leave with the people? No, that was it. I mean, I did I did my kind of uh I did my benediction earlier. <laughs> it was just it was before I I sprung this on you just now. So Right. Uh, you hit me with no, the that was all, we don't yeah, No, just what I said earlier. Just make sure, make sure. Oh, jeez. Right? Was, Damn, they're, 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 I'm telling you, these niggas are setting these shits off <laughs> outside shit my window, <laughs> Nana. Nana, no, you're good. Like my, I, my heart be leaping. Like yo, I'm not built for this, man. But yes, anyhow, they're trying to send us off, is what it is. It. Well, but no, just 
it was just the point it was it was just the point i made earlier about making sure as much as we're all kind of uh itching for some connection outward that we're we're still paying attention inward that was that was all i want to leave everyone with thank you thank you thank you well have a wonderful week guys we'll see you next monday um stay safe happy father's day i think that's that's happening yes. soon so to it all is. the fathers out it there is. happy father's day yep. and uh until next time bye take care